Smith Show, episode 61, rolling right along. We have another one of those impossibly giant shows for you guys tonight. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. Like, how the fuck am I going to get through this whole thing? But I'm going to do it. Look at all the stuff we have to cover for you guys tonight. Holy shit, it's a big one. Definitely going to go to overtime tonight. Not going to chit-chat too much. Probably only going to read the uh, super chats tonight. So, if you want to get a comment on the show, super chat me. Live Brother Show Super Chat. We'll get out in a second, but we're going to hopefully get down to the uh, religious bullshit segment. Might skip that one and do that in the Karen section Monday, but holy shit, got a lot to cover, so uh, let me go ahead and jump right in. Folks, if you want to help out my show, please consider becoming a patron. Patreon.com for slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. Uh, please help me out if you can. We do good work here at the Humanist Society of Missive Animal Sanctuary. We rescue cute little dogs and cats and give them forever homes. So I do this show to pay for it. So if you enjoy all the free content that I provide for you, please consider chipping in a dollar to a month or 10 or a million, whatever you can afford. It all adds up. It's all much appreciated. And also, Super Chats, live blood of the show, Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Super Chats. Delayed? Why is somebody saying delayed? We're, we're, we're live, right? Looks like we're live. Yeah, and make sure you hit the like button, folks. That really helps out hitting the like button. Yeah, I see myself live, so it should be fine. Um, 164 people watching, only 64 likes. We could do better than that. Please help out. Hit the like button. But uh, we're going to hopefully get some super chats in later. You know, support the show and uh, immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. Amen. Super chats. You guys can see me, right? Yes, we're live. Okay. Somebody fucking me up over there saying we're delayed. We're not delayed. We're right on fucking time. It was 8 o'clock. I nailed this son of a bitch like I always do. Dusty is punctual. You gotta give me that, motherfuckers. Unless I uh, have some technical difficulties. It only happened like, what, one time. And I don't cancel the shows, which happened a bunch. But mostly punctual. So, uh, anyway, uh, no Super Chat yet. All right. Hopefully some Super Chats will come in. Let's go ahead and jump in the show, folks. Gotta cover a bunch of it. So, we're gonna start with the Steven Crowder. Uh, controversy, uh, the hilariousness that surrounded his ownage, uh, because it takes a little bit, a little while for people to get on to the live show. So let's cover this unimportant stuff first. We'll get into the important stuff later. So uh, yeah, I know who Steven Crowder is. He's one of the most popular comedians on uh, YouTube. He has this show, like my show, except for you know popular, um, where he makes millions of dollars basically being a piece of shit. Making fun of trans people, being racist, just doing anything you can to, you know, own the lives, which is all you really got to do to become a millionaire these days in conservative circles is just, you know, act like an asshole. So uh, he's known for this meme, uh, Change My Mind. You guys probably seen that everywhere, but he goes to college campuses and debates freshmen about, you know, bullshit, unprepared freshmen who weren't uh, prepared in any way, didn't know 
they were going to be debating anybody. And of course, he uh, is the one filming it, so he can edit it any way he wants to. If he gets embarrassed, he can always edit out the embarrassment. But anyway, uh, if you're going to go around being this alpha male debater guy that debates anybody anywhere at any time you better be willing to live up to that mantle and uh spoiler alert and shocker he's not he got crushed he ran away brave 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 Steven Crowder so um you guys might know that there's a guy named Sam Cedar who has a show called the majority report with Sam Cedar um and it's a good show Sam's a nice guy, uh, and Sam's not really a debater. He's not like what you would call a debate bro. He just has a podcast like this one. But for some reason, all the conservative debate bros are terrified of him. It's crazy. Temple uh, debated him one time via video and got destroyed. But the one person who's mainly terrified out of their mind of Sam Cedar is Steven Crowder. They apparently had a uh, debate set up a while back, and Steven Crowder's daddy who is his, uh, I guess, producer of his show, said, no, you can't go debate Sam Cedar. He's going to destroy you. So basically, anytime Steven Crowder is scheduled to do any kind of live performance with somebody, he's terrified at the thought that Cedar is going to pop up and debate him. And so what he did was, he even admitted, while he was on the air with uh, Hee Productions, he monitors to see when Sam Cedar's live, doing his live program. And then he only goes like live on another person's program or has another person on his show when Sam Cedar's live because he thinks, oh, well, Sam Cedar's live. He can't, like, pop in because he's doing his own show. He, like, monitors him to try to avoid him. Well, uh, the geniuses at uh, the Majority Report and the Hee Hee Productions over there with Ethan, they tricked Stephen Crowder by doing a fake live show of Sam Cedar's. And then, of course, uh, Stephen Crowder went over there and checked to make sure Sam Cedar was live streaming. And when he thought he was, then he sent a uh, Zoom link, which is a teleconferencing software, to Ethan from Hee Hee Productions, and they were supposed to debate. They've been setting up this debate with each other. I guess they've been jawing back and forth on Twitter, you know, shit-talking. Um, so this is uh, basically setting up this next clip. Well, the funny part is... Steven Crowder's voice was cracking even before Sam Cedar got out there. He was clearly terrified and nervous just to be debating uh, Ethan, who was not a debater. Ethan doesn't even consider himself a smart guy or political or anything. He's just like a comic guy. But he was literally shaking, and his voice was cracking even before Sam Cedar got on there. So when Sam Cedar pops up, he basically has a total meltdown. He just throws a bunch of silly, childlike, ad hominem attacks at Sam Cedar and then runs away like the fucking coward he is. So uh, also keep in mind that uh, Stephen Crowder is known for ambushing people. That's what he does all the time. Crowder confronts slandering SJW professor. Crowder confronts convicted Antifa thug. Crowder confronts the slash transgender, runs up to these people and he puts a microphone in their face and starts recording them out of the blue. And uh, when they say he, they don't want to be recorded, he keeps recording them, and then they make fun of them on his show. That's what he does. That's his gig, right? So uh, beautiful when it actually happens to him, too, and it's beautiful to see his response, to see what a hypocrite he is about this whole situation. So, uh, oh, yeah, in the quartering, before the uh, debate went live, Crowder was hyping it up. I'm, I'm going to go with Hee Hee Productions tomorrow. It's going to be awesome in the quartering. It's like, it's going to be a bloodbath. How right you were, the quartering. Just the exact opposite of the way you thought it was. Just like everything you say, Quartering, it's the opposite of what you fucking say. So here's the clip. Not going to show you the whole thing because I know you guys have probably seen this. It's been covered on every fucking show. 
that's the bad thing about doing a show only twice a week, doing it on Mondays and Fridays, having a four-day gap between my shows. I always feel like I'm behind. I'm my, I feel like my material's dated. So uh, I might have start doing a Wednesday show just so I could be more current. And also I have so much content. Sometimes I have no content to cover. And it sucks, and sometimes I have so much, I need multiple shows during the week to, to cover. So anyway, we might consider doing a Wednesday show. We'll see. But anyway, here's the clip. This is right before Sam Cedar gets on there, and uh, I wish it would have shown a little bit before this because you can actually hear Steven Crowder's voice cracking and how nervous he is about being live at a, a recording that wasn't with somebody friendly. But uh, here's right before Sam Cedar comes out, and then his response, his freak out, and then running away like the coward he is. So where do you think that I was that I'm wrong on that, Stephen? Do you know that um, the Spartans are that they are like uh, practice man love with children? Oh, geez. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. I what did I tell you? He was going to do anything he could to avoid. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh no, Sam Cedar. What a whoa, no. what a fucking nightmare. I love it. He can't help but to say it. What a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, it is your nightmare having to debate somebody who's actually competent. Who actually can call you out on your bullshit? It's not just a freshman in college. Yeah, that is your nightmare, you fake motherfucker. I had no idea this was going to happen. I thought I thought Ethan was a stand-up guy. This is oh, where we well, are. Yeah, I told Dave. Dave, remember I told you? I told you. I said this is. I guarantee you. He's so gonna be he's so scared that he immediately gets the camera turned off him. He tells his friend. Apparently, they have this thing set up to begin with. If Sam Cedar pops up, run over to your chair, and I'll put the camera on you. He's so afraid of Sam Cedar, he can't even be filmed with Sam Cedar. Probably because he doesn't want the camera to see him shaking and nervous and scared, like the little whiny piss baby is. So this guy, this guy's hilarious too, not in a good way. He's such a fucking yes man, he's literally only on the show to lick Steven Crowder's nutsack. To agree with everything he says and to back him up and act like Steven Crowder's this big Billy badass, which he's not. He's like so fucking weak and pathetic running away from Sam Cedar. So hey, uh, Crowder, if you'd like to... Uh, debate me i would love to debate you it will be hilarious but anyway um watch this guy cover for crowder as crowder is too afraid to be on camera do anything he can to avoid the debate oh i just think he believes yeah. that he should debate <laughs> it's, it's, it's beyond parody he's accusing uh, ethan from he he of doing anything he can of running away from debate while he is too afraid to even be on camera with sam cedar and immediately runs from this debate just no self-awareness whatsoever. Hate you. No, no, he doesn't. He just takes advantage of, of women with, you know, mental health issues. Steven, Ethan Klein know, doesn't I, stand up and do to his own fighting. I gotta say, it's hilarious. Let's bring on FM. You would uh, do anything to avoid talking to me. I think you're, the point that you made. Yes, that's Joe this Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan and Dave Rubin and, and, and Jordan Peterson and Noam Chomsky. So and now he's going to claim, hey, you know, you don't go on the Joe Rogan show or the Jordan Peterson show. They're not avoiding you because they're scared of you. You're just a nobody. But that's clearly not why he's fucking avoiding Sam Cedar. Not because he's a nobody. Not because uh, Steven Crowder's audience doesn't know who Sam Cedar is and want to watch the debate. They do. They've made their voice very, very well known. But this is his excuse that he has to get out. I'm just not debating you because you're a nobody. Yeah, we believe you, Stephen. And Sam Harris, everyone's been avoiding. And not just attempting to get your audience by jumping in. <laughs> well, I, I debated with uh, Charlie Kirk. Stephen, I mean, it's well, about. Now they're back there doing the fake laugh. Like, 
<laughs> I'm not incredibly terrified. I'm not nervous shaking my boots so bad I have to have the camera turned off of me. <laughs> Fake laughter. <laughs> Just so transparent. About issues. Let's about talk issues, about those yeah. issues. That's I what you're doing here. Valid yeah. points. You're so clever. I, I had no idea that you were taking your show off early last time, coming in today with your pig pen peanuts. I wish ever. <laughs> so he's admitting he was watching him. He's been monitoring his show if it's going to be taken off early because he's scared he's going to pop up. Way to out yourself there, Stephen. You take those off with of the velveteen really buttons. We must have been Black very worried eyes, about this, Stephen. Like I don't know why. No one's it would be, worried oh, about so it. Say, I didn't want to well, do let's, it. Listen, no one's worried about you, says this yes man. You're talking about your boss who won't even show himself on the camera? Your boss who continuously avoids debating Sam Cedar? Yes, he's scared of him. You fucking yes man. God, can you imagine being this dude? I mean, I know he probably makes more money than I do, but... I, I couldn't be paid enough to sit there and lick Steven Crowder's taint, to have no self-esteem whatsoever, just to be a fucking ass-kiss yes-man, and not even be good at it. Good Lord, what an, I don't know who this is, what this guy's name is, but what an embarrassment. Let's have Sam, a debate. come if on. No just, I'll tell you what, I have, a general, I have a general This is a great opportunity. I don't start a debate based with people on a lie. And how about you get sabotaging. To a, how about you get Steven, to a show yourself, you coward. Share. Steven, show yourself. Don't show your co-host. Ethan, you should Steven, show yourself. Ethan, Steven, Ethan, how can you, you respect yourself as a man, brother? Steven, Steven, you are such a coward. Stop showing your little leprechaun co-host who comes out dressed like your sidekick. Ethan, why do you have to bring on a show? Steven, why do you thing I've ever heard. So you Just have a guy with Steven. less viewers to come on to debate him because you can't? <laughs> well, obviously, if I'm a, apparently if, obviously I'm a, if I'm a layup yeah, and not a debater. Well, look, yeah, you're the I one mean, who you're called. You're the one who got the one that got angry about Show it. Steven. So it's basically just Steven Crowder talking over everybody, filibustering to make sure nobody can get a word in edgewise. And then finally he says, Sam Cedar, even half your staff hates you. And then he runs away from the debate. And then, of course, they do what they always do. They go on their show and it's like they won somehow. Like they were victorious, but they weren't. He got humiliated, shown for exactly what he is, a fucking chicken shit coward. Uh, it's a cower with Crowder. Cold feet Crowder. And so, of course... uh. Then the news sites went out there and made fun of Stephen Crowder, which is beautiful. Here's Forbes. Even Forbes got in on it. Forbes is not even like a left-wing rag or anything. Sam Cedar humiliates Stephen Crowder after surprise debate appearance. The internet laughs. Yes, we do. We laugh at you, Stephen Crowder. Raw story. Conservative YouTuber Stephen Crowder mocked for bailing from debate after liberal Sam Cedar showed up. Vice.com. Stephen Crowder flees debate after being ambushed by Sam Cedar. The rat wing provocateur changed his mind. Beautiful and cultures like Sam Cedar ambushes Stephen Crowder on YouTube show. Sparks meltdown. So this whole thing trended on Twitter for longer than I've ever seen a single topic uh, trend on Twitter. It was like a full 24 hours and 95% of it was people shitting on Steven Crowder. Like 5% of it was his uh, fanboys defending him. But the vast majority of it were people who witnessed what we all just witnessed, who are willing to acknowledge reality and saw Steven Crowder run like the little fucking bitch he is from Sam Cedar like he always does. And yeah, here you go, body language. We're your body language expert. See? Yeah, alpha male, straight up and down. You're standing slightly at an angle. Oh, beta. 
beta according to incels and uh then they even made a few videos that sam cedar was involved in that specifically meant to mock and troll steven crowder that are pretty funny oh geez okay so this is what's gonna happen i what did i tell you he was gonna do anything he could oh oh there he is oh no sam cedar what a what, what a fucking nightmare look into your future steven this is where it all starts to come apart for you. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Oh, jeez. Okay, I so like this that. Oh, coming apart for you. But of course, the sad reality that we live in is that it won't come apart for him. Conservatives don't care. They don't hold them, their side accountable for anything. It's a completely uh, hypocritical playing field that they belong to. And so, regardless, they will continue to make excuses for Steven Crowder. And pretend like he's not chicken shit when he clearly fucking is. Um, but, uh, of course, all the right-wing douchebags had to go public and pretend like Steven Crowder didn't get crushed, make excuses for him, like Paul Joseph Watson. So he spends weeks slagging off Crowder, then when he finally agrees to a debate, he's so weak and unable to man up on his own, he has to get someone else to hold his hand and cause it a win. Um, it was a win for Sam Cedar and a loss for Steven Crowder. Yeah, he was trolling. Steven Crowder in the same way that Steven Crowder trolls other people. So he, pretty funny. That's what Ethan does. Sort of stupid as Steven Crowder not to uh, predict it well enough not to fall right into the trap. So yeah, it's a win. And the courting, of course, is basically there's such ass kisses. And of course, Steven Crowder's huge show tomorrow with the very special guest, Donald Trump Jr. Doing everything he can to do damage control. Like, he was on the phone, no doubt. Donald, you gotta please come on. The internet is roasting me. I look like such a fucking pussy. You gotta help me distract. Please come on, Dan, Donald Trump Jr. And I guess they got him on there. Pathetic. We see through you, Crowder. And uh, they made this cartoon. Conservatives made this cartoon, I guess, to make fun of Sam Cedar and the left. But it doesn't. To me, this makes fun of Crowder. I don't know. But the conservatives are weird. Uh, I guess uh, Steven Crowder is on the toilet, which he was actually doing his show when Sam Cedar asked to debate. So apparently, according to this conservative artist, taking a shit is the same thing as uh, Steven Crowder doing his show, which I agree with. Nailed it. So it's debate me. Ah, who's there? It is I, your worst nightmare. And it is. Why are you afraid of engaging with me? Let's talk about issues. Get lost, you rando. There's no escape. And then he runs away. I don't know how that's supposed to make Stephen Crowder look good, but apparently it's supposed to. So, uh, I don't know. Conservatives, weird. And then Tim Pool immediately went public and said, nah, Stephen, no, Sam Cedar's been blacklisted by a bunch of right-wing podcasters. It's not just Stephen Crowder. And it's not because we're scared of him. It's because, I don't know some reason he's uh not trustworthy or which is ridiculous sam cedar's like one of the nicest guys one of the most straight up fair dudes just talk right to you and be uh kind i don't even it's it's so obvious they're terrified of him and the excuses just make it even funnier m cedar's blacklisted by a lot of podcast networks and i'm not I'm, I'm not exaggerating this is not a joke yes there are many large podcasts that uh, have outright said they will never work with him and has nothing to do with being afraid it to debate him sam cedar's off the that. list this guy is a manipulative, lying con man. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I'm blocking so you can't see Tim Pool's face. I guess that's no big loss, huh? So, uh, that, that's why Crowder doesn't want to do anything, have anything to do with him. That's why all the people Crowder mentioned, 
don't want to have anything to do with him. And that's why Sam Cedar makes all these videos and he focuses on drama. I mean, the man's obsession with Dave Rubin is laughable. It's absolutely laughable. I mean, he calls people out on their bullshit. Yeah, he holds the right wing accountable like I do. Isn't that what we're supposed to do here in the marketplace of ideas? Sam Cedar is as, is as good faith as it gets. What the fuck? Just obvious you guys are scared of him. Quit playing. It's just silly. You guys are silly. We see right through you. I mean, I know Tim Pool is the most popular right wing grifter on all of YouTube. I'm going to show you a chart in a minute. It's amazing how popular he is. So it doesn't affect him all this lying he does, but still. Anybody with a brain in their head clearly sees through it. And uh, then uh, little Benny Shapiro's rag, the Daily Wire, went out there and said, Hey, opinion. Stephen Crowder's show. Why we shouldn't engage with debate me bros. Oh, my God. It only took a couple bad debate performances from the right. First off, James Lindsay gets destroyed. Uh, and another critical race theory guy got destroyed. I'm going to show you that video in the next section. And then Stephen Crowder gets embarrassed. And so suddenly... Ben Shapiro, who is a debate bro himself, literally went to college campuses and was known for Ben Shapiro destroys SJWs. Ben Shapiro literally offered AOC $10,000 to debate. He's a debate bro. Fucking Steven Crowder, literally a meme about debating. The change my mind thing, literally a fucking meme. Now he might say, Oh, these aren't debates. These are conversation. But his change my mind debates with college students are 100% exactly the same as every debate bro video ever made. It's the fucking same. The fact that he's trying to pretend, if you didn't see it, Stephen Carter was pretending like, oh, uh, I'm not debating Sam Cedar because he only has a million subs. He's a nobody. But I do go uh, talk to college kids and get them to change my mind. But that's not a debate. That's just a conversation. Uh, so it's not the same. It's totally the fucking same. He's a debate bro as much as anybody could be a debate bro. That's literally his fucking brand. So uh, now, all of a sudden, the free marketplace of ideas. Uh, maybe that's not such a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't uh, debate people anymore. Yeah, it's no, it's not, it's not good. It doesn't help our side to debate them. Yeah, because you get crushed. No shit. You're dumb, and they make your ideas look dumb. So the, the whole conversation around, oh my God, we're free speech warriors. The whole purpose of that to begin with was only to make an excuse for platforming Nazis and right-wing extremists and racists. Everybody who was in on that, oh, we have to platform all these people. We're just having conversations. What are you afraid of? That's exactly what it was about. They don't actually want a free marketplace of ideas. They don't actually want to debate anybody who has any substance to them. They just literally wanted to platform racists. So, yeah, hilarious to watch them flee from debates now, these debate bros who built their brands on this shit. And, uh, Something very similar. I guess it's not very similar. People pointed out that what happened to me wasn't similar at all. Something sort of a little bit similar happened to me that happened to Crowder. I was invited, uh, this was in 2018, I was invited to go on the Drunken Peasants podcast, the 2.0. This is after uh, TJ and Paul left. It was uh, Ben and Billy the Fridge. And they invited me to come on their show to talk about the uh, midterm elections that just happened. And I had no idea. I, I just thought it was going to be me and them talking about mid midterm elections. And when I got there, they had invited some chud to debate me without telling me, to ambush me, basically. And they told, he obviously knew he was there to debate me. So he had uh, foreknowledge. He knew what he was going to debate me about. He knew the topics so he could, like, refresh it. He knew the questions he was going to ask me. And so, like, when you're not prepared for a debate, your mind is not in the right place for debating. And plus, when you don't know what the topics are, you don't know, like, you, have, you need to brush up. 
I'm not a Rolodex. I'm not a computer. I have to actually, you know, go back, reread stuff and remember what I read before and brush up on it. And so this guy had already brushed up on all this shit. He knew he was going to be in an altercation. He knew what he was going to ask. And uh, so they basically just attacked me live on the show, ambushed me. And what did I do? I debated the guy. Of course I did. I just, I didn't run away. I just fucking debated the guy. And of course, that was a much tougher situation than Crowder was in because Crowder knew it was going to be a debate ahead of time. And they'd already picked a topic and Sam Cedar was willing to talk about that topic. So he had already brushed up on it. So it wasn't that similar, but like at least I went through it. And of course it was, it was no problem because the guy was a fucking chud. He was easy to slap the fuck down. If you guys are going to watch that, that's out there. So, uh, didn't really appreciate that much from the drunken peasants guy. Never back, went back on their show after that. Even though I don't think I ever made that uh, known to them. I didn't ever tell them I had a problem with it. I think I was nice about it because, you know, I'm a nice guy. I know it doesn't seem like that, but I'm actually a really nice guy in uh, in real life. Um, so, and then the modern day debates. I don't know who the fuck these guys are, but this is so stupid. They have uh, 8,000 followers, but they're trying to make it. It looks like they're trying to make it all about themselves. So they're trying to raise... $60,000 to pay Steven Crowder to debate Sam Cedar. And even Sam Cedar was like, dudes, fuck off. Don't give Steven Crowder any goddamn money. Only in America can Steven Crowder get paid 60000 I make about, I don't know, less than 30000 off the show a year. They can pay him two years of salary to debate Sam Cedar when he's already rich. That's how fucking stupid the goddamn internet is. Let's see how much money they've raised to give Steven Crowder. $1,390 they've raised to give Steven Crowder because he's not fucking rich enough. Not that he's ever going to do it. He's not going to fucking debate Sam Cedar for money, but still, fuck you guys for doing that. That's ridiculous. And uh, that is my Crowder coverage. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's check the Super Chats real quick, and then we're going to break into the Critical Race Theory section, which is huge tonight. Um, 92 Bayo. Hey, Dusty. Any chance of you doing the Political Compass? While it's not the most accurate thing ever, it's still pretty good. I don't know. Maybe. I never thought about it. I've never taken an IQ test. I don't get involved in this kind of online test and shit because I don't find that very accurate. Um, I'm more about just issue by issue than where I fit on any kind of particular compass. But if you guys are interested in that, I might do that someday. Nice shirt, Dusty Hill. Yeah, got it from Amazon. Amazon. Woo, woo. Down to 170. Feeling svelte. Need to get down to about 155, though. That's perfect. But anyway. Thank you for that. Uh, Random Xander. What's up, Random Xander? Longtime fan. You better be. First time being able to afford a super chat. Cat or dog person or both. Well, if you watch this show, you know I'm both. Now, dogs have more of a personality, but cats are easier to live with and take care of. Although my cats are assholes, but they are, they at least clean themselves. And for the most part, we're shit in the litter box. Unlike dogs who just shit in your face and then lick it off. And then smile at you, which is adorable, but disgusting. I love both equally, and apparently that is weird. Nope. That works for me. That's about where I'm at. Thank you, Random Zen. Appreciate it. Nuberific. Yo, what up, my fellow? Beta males. Amazing. Yep, I know, right? Beta males, as far as the eye can see. Lonnie Tyler, $10. Sam Cedar's dismantling of Kofi Crowder was legendary. It was legend. Wait for it. Dairy. And it was most entertainment I've had all week. I sat up like a, a giddy little schoolboy. And read the trending topics on Twitter like for hours. Like I wish refresh the latest just to hear everybody shit on Crowder because, you know, I am petty and a little tiny man. Clay music off. The button thing is so obviously a dog whistle. I didn't even need to know about it before to know it was anti Semitic. Talking about uh, 
him comparing his eyes to doll eyes or something. I didn't get the uh, reference either. Is that some kind of Jewish thing? I don't know. I just thought it was uh, Crowder being stupid. Justin Ship, please watch Dr. Stone. I know you love it. Is it a TV show? You'll be moved to tears because it's very pro-science in the most inspiring way. If you need something to help restore your faith in humanity, this is it. All right, I've never heard of that, but I will check it out. Thank you, Justin. Random Xander, how do you suggest to take a QAnoner who won't back down from trying to bait you into a fight? Uh, you ignore them. You just make fun of them on your like Twitter page without actually tagging them in it. Just mock the shit out of them to other people in public. Make them laughing stocks. Nobody wants to be a part of the laughing stocks. So uh, if you make them a big enough laughing stock, they'll eventually come around their own. That's what I do to religion. That's how I would handle the QAnon people. Hung like Jesus, Dusty. I would give more, but I'm a patron, so yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I appreciate Hung like Jesus. Good to see you tonight. Thank you for your donation. And more, please. Be sure to hit the like button. That helps out, people. 221 likes, 471 viewers. The math don't add up, yo. HBO, help a brother out. All right, next up. Since a few more people have tuned into the show now, we're going to do a whole... Oh, yeah, also, uh, I forgot to cover this. And Steven Crowder got uh, banned from TikTok. So uh, I don't know how many TikTok followers Steven Crowder had. I'm pretty sure it's more than me, though. But not anymore. <laughs> so a bad week for Steven Crowder. And next up, going to do a section... I like to call. I don't have that thing up for it anymore. Since I never do this section, I've only ever done it once before. I don't have my graphic up for it, my beautiful graphic. But it's critical race theory. So, uh, man, America going nuts over critical race theory now. Critical race theory been around for 40 fucking years. For those who don't know, critical race theory is a, uh, a law course that's in legal schools that examines race and the intersection of uh, race and the law. And, of course, it's spilled over into some other university courses because it's a big topic. But, I mean, really the only uh, subject that focuses directly on critical race theory is in law school. And, yeah, there's like, like I said, there's some other things in the social sciences where they like will cover like a, a section on it. But it's not devoted to it or anything. And none of the people that covered it in those uh, disciplines are really critical race theorists. They're just like teachers who cover a broad range of theories and they might mention it and do like a few days on it. But it's not heavily covered. It's really only heavily covered in uh, law school, right? Been around 40 years, so they're doing exactly what they always do, the conservatives. They have to find something to freak the public out with because they get killed on policies. Their policies are incredibly unpopular. They're unpopular. But if they can freak out white America with their bullshit culture war, then they get them to vote for them, and billionaires can talk poor people into voting against their own best interests. This is what's happened forever in this country. And uh, critical race theory is their new fucking thing, and God damn it, I got to hand it to the Republicans, man. They have a winner here. They've literally made the entire white country freak the fuck out with nothing. So I showed you guys James Lindsay get destroyed. I actually made a short video about this, if you guys want to see it. I, I clipped this out of my show before last, where he got destroyed by Mark Lamont Hill. And uh, so then he went public, pretending he won somehow, which we all saw it. He got crushed. He even said, oh, you know a lot about this stuff, sheepishly, as uh, Lamont Hill was destroying him. So Lamont says, uh, after James Rennie pretend, not James Rennie, James Lindsay, sorry, sorry, James Rennie. I just uh, desecrated the memory of James Rennie. James Lindsay pretends like he won. Mark Lamont Hill responds, all right, 
There are so many things inaccurate and problematic with this attempt at a gotcha. We should convene a public forum and have a detailed substantive discussion. That includes leading the voices in the conversation about this. So he's like, hey, come back on my show. Let's debate again since you pretend like you're winning and shit. Which, of course, James Lindy responds, shut up, commie. Because this this is the right-wing expert. This is one of them. There's another one I'm going to show you in a minute. This clown is the fucking right-wing expert on critical race theory that's got the entire country ready to riot. And when asked to debate about this issue, shut up, commie, like a, not even a 13-year-old, like a a five-year-old. That's how scared they are of debating. That's how scared they are of being, you know, found out. So, um... This happened again, folks. Joy Reid had uh, the second probably most popular guy on, on our show uh, who spread this critical race theory. Now, this guy, he's going to out himself. He actually outed himself on Twitter, gave his plan away, and, and uh, she's actually going to read you his tweets, and uh, she's going to call him out for it. But he's the one that pretty much started all this critical race theory shit and, and created a boogeyman out of it to scare white America with. His name is... Uh, Christopher Rufo. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit over this, but I'm going to play most of this for you because it's actually a really good debate between these two. I'm going to start at about three minutes where uh, she explains what whiteness is. So um, when not just critical race theorists talk about this, but when anybody who's in the, the civil rights movement or social justice talks about whiteness, they're not talking about white people. Okay. They're talking about some specific thing that happened in the United States where Europeans, Italians, people from different backgrounds joined together and formed what they call whiteness, which was to separate them from other minorities and African-Americans. And so when they talk about destroying whiteness, they're not talking about white people. They're talking about this idea of different cultures joining together under this banner of whiteness in order to uh, suppress and oppress other people. Of course, he doesn't know this, or if he does, if he does know this, he's not going to uh, admit it. So she asked him about it, and here's his response, and then here's her beautiful explanation to what whiteness is. Oops. Actually, get a full paragraph out about this. Go for it. Uh, whiteness, it, whiteness is the idea that there is some kind of metaphysical category in the world that all white people are reducible to this essence of whiteness. Then what happens is that they load all of these negative connotations. They say that whiteness. None of that's true. You're not reduced to your whiteness. Yes, there are some benefits that come with being white, but that's just one part of your character, what makes you a man. So yes, they attack that one part, but these people are so scared that we might have to own up to the racist past. We have to own up to the racist present of our country and acknowledge what has happened in this country, that they're going to pretend like this is an attack on all white people. Our entire character, everything that makes us up, is bound up in this whiteness that they want to destroy. No, motherfucker. You're lying, and you should feel bad about it. Is by definition that includes white fragility, includes white privilege, includes includes internalized white superiority. And then what they do is they try to impose these reductive racial categories onto individuals. It's 100% what he's doing. He's trying to be reductive about the whole thing instead of being honest about it. And I actually agree with Kendi's approach. I think that we should fight race essentialism. But the problem is that critical race theory enshrines race essentialism. But you, and you see it in schools. And I'll, and, and, and I'll give you three examples of no. critical race theory being taught one, in schools. Hold on one second. Wait, in Cupertino, California. In Cupertino, California. These are California. in your talking points, sir. 
Chris, these are in your talking points, and I know what you're going to say because you said it with Mark Lamont Hill. You repeat these same things. They're in this manifesto. People can read it online. Let me just go for a second. On the subject of whiteness, are you aware, since you say that, I guess you're, you're sort of a quasi-historian in your, in your thinking, that whiteness was actually formed in the United States, that whiteness didn't even exist as a thing. Europeans were all European. They considered themselves Italian or Polish or whatever. When, when the colonists came here, they actually created the idea of whiteness. This is from the uh, from the sure. Smithsonian. I agree with as that. As a way to distinguish themselves from what they call the savages, the natives, and from black people, from Africans, who even if you had a little African in you, you know, if you're Plessy, who's seven-eighths white, if you are African in any aspect, that you are reduced of rights. So people that you don't like that are doing this sort of wokeness training are saying whiteness has always had power. There used to be a saying, I'm free white and 18. It was commonly said in the 50s and 60s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. So whiteness has power. So people who don't, who want to decouple whiteness from power, that's what you're annoyed by, right? Let me play a little bit of what you said. You did no. a speech. Hold on. You did a speech. This dude's a total fucking white supremacist. He wants to shut down any conversation about racism and white privilege and the white power structure that controls this country. So he has to lie about it. He's about to, like I said, at the end of it, he gets up the whole game because he tweets it about how he's literally making all this up, throwing all this random stuff in the category of critical race theory in order to muddy the waters and turn the whole conversation toxic so that if anybody mentions race or racism in this country, our race is past, everybody immediately screams, critical race theory, and won't talk about it. 100% white supremacist douchebag right here. Uh, at the Claremont Institute, in which you talked a little bit about how you really feel about the academics of it. Here it is. Um, this is cut, uh, da, 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 da. I think this is, uh, uh, is it three? Yeah, go for it, play it. I'm a white guy fighting critical race theory. Do you identify as white? Uh, I mean, I'm an Italian American, so you tell me. Lumping people into white, black, Asian, as you suggested, is such a crude and broad categorization. Exactly what you did. You said you were a white guy fighting critical race theory, and now suddenly it's crude to do what you did to yourself. Sure, dude. There's these, like, very uh, kind of pathetic and very, you know, angry graduate students uh, that, that, you know, try to fight me on these highly technical, uh, you know, Hegel interpretations. And it's like, I don't have time for this. I don't give a <laughs> about this stuff. <laughs> so you don't give an S about this stuff. You're really just having a campaign to take everything that annoys white no, Americans and white right. conservatives. No, that's on. not right. You no, that's not right. He's lying. All right, see, that's not right. That's not true. She's telling the truth. She's literally paraphrasing what he's already admitted to. Then she's going to read his own words, but he's going to lie about it before she reads his literal words to him. What a fucking piece of shit. Campaign oh, I mean, and stuff give, everything in there that people annoy. You played people my highlight reel. Give me a chance to respond. And you no, want to stuff wrong. it all into critical race theory, right? What I don't think is right is that forcing eight-year-olds in Cupertino, California to deconstruct their racial identities That's and then rank themselves according theory. to power and privilege. Power and privilege. <laughs> it's intersectionality theory, which was invented That's by Kimberly Crenshaw. That's intersectionality. It's a separate thing. Which is part of critical race theory. No, it's not, dear. You had her on your show. You know this. Yeah, she invented both. I mean, intersectionality is like a part of critical race theory, but it's also its own complete separate thing. Intersectionality goes far beyond just race. It all go, also goes beyond to the uh, LGBT community and you know the trans community. It's a whole broad subject that's way beyond simple critical race theory. So she's right.
She invented what you've both done things. in tonight's segment She's is in... exactly what One I'm fighting against. I'm fighting no. against the manipulation of language. I'm fighting right. against you're, language You're fighting against wokeness and, and you I'm don't like corporate wokeness, etc. I get it. euphemistic terms I get it. with subversive right. content. Uh, because otherwise you just say whatever you want and then you back away from it and you yeah. dance around it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen. Let, parents all over this country, they know what's on. happening in schools. Yeah. Parents around this country are all freaked out by the thing you started, the lies you told. So he's like, look at all these people we freaked out. Huh? Huh? Must be real. No. No, they get freaked out about anything. So uh, she about to bust them. They know what's happening in their public institutions. And you're uh -huh. seeing people revolt against this yes. divisive identity politics. Uh, and, and you can dance all you want. No. Uh, but you're not going to stop I, people from understanding what's happening I in actually, their classrooms. I actually appreciate that you said that because, Christopher, what you basically and, and you admit it yourself that you've taken all of these sort of wokeness moments, corporate wokeness, uh, the corporate sort of woke money, woke capital, the things that annoy conservatives, and you've stuffed it all into the name critical race theory. It's really like it's it's like Christopher Rufo theory. You stuffed it all in. Here's what you said. You tweeted this. The hey, activist. Listen, hold on. Hold on Christopher one second. Rufo's I'm going to read you fantastic. to you, and then you can respond to it. I'm going to read you to you, and then you respond to it. The activists are realizing that their ideas, once put into practice, are generating discontent, which is you just described. Their racial coalition is also breaking apart. Asian Americans, in particular, revolting against CRT, which is really Christopher Rufo theory because you made it up, uh, is punishing them more than any other group. Then you said we have successfully frozen their brand, critical race theory, into the public conversation and are steadily driving up negative perceptions. We will eventually turn it toxic as we put all the various cultural insanities under that brand category. The goal is yep. to have the public read something crazy in the newspaper and immediately think critical race theory. We have decodified the term and will recodify it to annex the entire range of cultural constructions that are unpopular with America. Yep. Any mention of race any acknowledgement of a racist past he wants to mix it all into people's minds with critical race theory and have them immediately shut it down and not discuss it or be open for debate he just admitted it they could just say it right out in the fucking open folks what they're doing and it still fucking works Americans, aren't you just taking wokeness stuff that annoys you and calling it critical race theory no not not at all the idea of the codification and decodification of language comes from the critical pedagogist paulo Freire. so anyway he gets fucking destroyed but it doesn't matter exactly what he wanted to happen happens but first off tommy chong i feel high just reading that name gave her a little shout out hero tommy chong joy reed just demolished a critical race guy by reading his own tweets to him. Joy Reid is no one to mess with. We need more joy in this world. Hell yeah, I agree with Tommy Chong. But, uh, of course, Andy Nogo! Andy Nogo had to pretend like this guy wasn't destroyed. Fascist Andy Nogo going on a hostile show where the racist host, literally guys a white supremacist, trying to shut down any talk of race to maintain the white supremacy power structure that exists in this country. So, yeah, Andy. God, imagine being this guy, being such a sellout to white nationalist and fascist, that that's your entire fucking brand. Remember this for later. This is why the uh, guy from the, uh, what's the fucking band name? Um, that band, such a shitty band, I can't even think of it. Anyway, this might quit his band, we're going to go over it. Um, well, yeah, Mumford and Scums, that's what it's called. Going on a hostile show where the racist host and her producers and control room are there to ambush is no easy task. Real Chris Rufo showed that Joy and Reed only have It's My Show and interruptions as responses when called out to her face. She literally read his own words to him. She really laid his ass bare. So just 
ridiculous. No matter how bad you lose or get exposed, they still pretend like they won. And uh, so then uh, this guy, uh, General General Mark Milley, was uh, asked by Matt Gates, I guess, about the woke military, the woke. Hey, you guys want to learn about critical race theory? You guys don't want to learn new things in the military, do you? And uh, this is what I hate about conservatives. I'll never fucking forgive them for making me like the military more. I still can't stand the military, but I like them more than I did because conservatives are so apeshit now. They're literally attacking the military now. Conservatives attacking the military. Never thought I'd see the day, but uh, his answer is fucking brilliant. He destroys Matt Gates. Matt Gates' face as he's getting destroyed just says it all. This is sort of beautiful. 10.5 million views. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, etc., I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America. What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago. Human purge mass, got to shake his head because he's getting old. Never... Never even almost fought the military. Never did anything to really serve his country, but going to shit on the military now. Just hilarious to watch what conservatism will turn into. Started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, antebellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a civil war and emancipation proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know, and I respect your service, and you and I are both Green Berets, but I want to know, and it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military, and I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Bad, just fucking owned. God damn it, this is what General Flynn should have been. You guys see this as pink? For some reason, my videos, when they're not zoomed in on Twitter, have suddenly started showing up pink. I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, hilarious. That was incredibly fucking intelligent. Made me like the military just a tad bit more. But of course, Matt Gates going out there and shitting on the military. With generals like this, it's no wonder we fought considerably more wars than we've ever won. Of course, he got 12,500 likes for this, which is way too many for a conservative shitting on the military. Usually conservatives are like, oh my God, what? I mean, yeah, you blew that soldier, but you didn't rub his balls as you were blowing him. You were supposed to blow that soldier at a 90-degree angle, but you blew him at a 45-degree angle. You hate the troops. And now they're just like, fuck the soldiers. Just crazy how much they're freaking out over critical race theory now, which is nothing. Been around for 40 years. 
But he got ratioed to Schuttenbach, of course, which is beautiful. Brian Tyler ratioed him with almost 30,000 likes. The guy who spent years getting his daddy to make his DUIs disappear and paying child sex traffickers to get laid has some thoughts about how to run the military. Yep. He got ratioed a couple times on this thread. Um, I got to get a move on, though. I'm already 50 minutes in the show. God damn it. <laughs> I might have to do a show tomorrow, folks. Look how much stuff I still got to cover. Maybe we're going to do a Saturday show for our European crowd or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So anyway, and of course, uh, MSNBC no longer giving a fuck. This is pretty hilarious. This is how uh, MSNBC responded to Matt Gates' outburst. Terry, we're going to show you Millie's remarks, which were a response to a question from alleged child sex trafficker Matt Gates. Here they are. <laughs> she told him the truth. Where's the lie? He is an alleged child sex trafficker. I guess not a child. I guess she was 17. A 17, a child. I mean, under, I don't know. It's funny. Either way, I ain't going to nitpick it. It's funny. So uh, kudos to MSNBC and then uh, Arthur J.D. Vance, who... I never heard it before, but he wrote uh, Hillbilly Elegy, which I saw and was fucking horrible. He mad at the general. He's like, uh, I personally would like American generals to read less about white rage, whatever that is. It's this. You're literally doing it right now. You're mad at a general for reading and learning about topics you don't think he should because you're white. And you have white privilege, and you're so scared, you might have to own up for the racist history of white America. This is white rage. You're literally doing it and saying you don't know what it is. Hilarious. And more about not losing wars. What I find so enraging about the Joint Chiefs pandering on progressive wokeness is that they know damn well the geography and politics of who dies in American wars. The conservative Americans you trash are disproportionately bleeding for this country. Now, he's not trashing conservative Americans. He's literally just saying, I want to learn more about the issue so we can be more educated about it. The fuck, if you see learning about the racist history and present of America as an attack on conservative Americans, doesn't that say more about conservative Americans than it does about the people that want to learn about it? That's literally how you see your side. I wonder why. Hmm. And uh, more examples. Here's the uh, support the troops crowd making me like the military more. They posted the picture of this general with a rainbow flag on and hearts on and Black Lives Matters and I love CRT and uh, pink hair. And it says, I don't know why everyone keeps saying the army is woke. I'm offended. Don't make me like the military more, please. God damn it. I don't want to like the military, but shh, they're trying so hard over on Gab. And uh, it's working, folks. That's the sad part. The whole critical race boogeyman um, fear mongering they're doing. It's got white folks so scared. And Fox News is uh, spearheading it, as always. Critical race theory is the hottest topic on Fox News, and it's only getting hotter. They, 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 they found a winner here, folks. They know. They've done their focus groups. They know this is working. So now they're hitting it harder than they ever did. After being mentioned just 51 times in February, it was mentioned 139 times in March. 314 in April. It really blew up in May when it was mentioned 589 times. In June, the topic has been mentioned 737 times on Fox News. 
Every five seconds, they're talking about critical race theory now. They know it's got people freaked out. They know it's a winner. And they are pushing it. And here's an example. Tucker Carlson. First off, <laughs> the same people. Support our troops. You better support our troops. Oh, you hate the military. This is what they're saying now. Of being, quote, woke. <laughs> he's not just a pig. He's stupid. So Mark Milley reads Mao to understand So he's doing a fake laugh. <laughs> it's transparently fake laugh. He's a pig and he's stupid, he said about our military. I mean, just beyond parody, folks. Of course, it's a different set of standards when they do it. They can shit on the military all they want, but the other side does it, they freak the fuck out. But um, here's how well it's working, folks. Here's how well they're freaking out the public with their message. Well, here's the message first. Here's, the, here's what they're freaking the public with. Assess the current state of the U.S. military. Well, I think hundreds of thousands of Americans are going to die. That's what I think. What does that mean? I, I think, I know you're awesome on this stuff, and I talk about it all this all the time. I'm He's about to explain why critical race theory is going to lead to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans, folks. Critical race theory, that thing you never heard about until last month. Yeah, it's the biggest detriment to our society. In a lifetime, even though, yeah, 600,000 people just died because of Trump's feckless attempts or lack of attempts to do anything about the coronavirus. But nah, critical race theory is what you really should be worried about, folks. My shows, too, about the, the all the woke garbage in the military. Yep. Every, everybody has to have an LGBTQ flag. and it lets Everybody in the military has to have an LGBTQ flag, folks. That's just gospel and reality. Learn about how bad white people are. You got to learn about how bad white people are in the military, folks. You know that's true. He's not making this up. And all this, and all this stuff now. But what people are missing is this. There's only a finite amount of time. And the military only has a finite amount of time and finite amount of concentration for things. Right now, the evil people who still exist in this world, as they always have. Who? Who are these evil people? I bet you it's China. There's still a Hitler out there right now. There's still a Stalin. There's still a Mao. They're spending every waking moment thinking about how they can murder as many Americans as humanly possible. We are dividing up whatever percentage that is, a percentage of our military time thinking if we're friendly enough to women or if the gay people feel welcome <laughs> enough. Uh, Listen to this voice. If we're friendly enough to women or if the gay people feel like they're uh, being approved of us. Just so beyond parody, these people. Have we done enough transgender surgeries this year? Okay, well, even if you believe in those things, you don't have time for that. You do. When the, when the guy in China... We literally have the largest military on Earth. It's like bigger than the next 10 militaries combined, which are mostly our allies. There's plenty of time to think about murdering people, dude. China's waking up every day spending 10 hours a day thinking about how to carve your tongue out of your head. And you're spending... Two thinking about doing that to him and the other eight thinking about being gay friendly. How that ends is war. And people, if people, when I say hundreds of thousands of Americans, I'm not trying to exaggerate. I'm not exaggerating, folks. Critical race theory is literally going to lead to hundreds of thousands of American deaths. No hyperbole whatsoever. I'm not just fear mongering. This is real life we're all living in right now. Go study World War One and World War Two and what these battles are like. We 29,000 casualties on Iwo Jima alone. That's how that ends. That ends with you losing. But because Wait a minute. That started because of critical race theory or what? Social justice issues cost those what are you even talking about, dude? Americans have never taken on another superpower and lost. 
You don't understand what that means. And when I tell people to study war, don't study America. Go look at World War II and study Japan. Study 100,000 people dying when we firebomb Tokyo. That's right. That's how that That's looks right. in Los Angeles. Mm. Yeah, critical race theory going to lead to nuclear Armageddon, folks. Oh, my fucking God, we're all doomed. That's how that looks in Chicago. The asphalt was melting. People were bursting into flames. I'm not trying to scare people. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not trying to scare people. Def he's definitely not trying to scare people by claiming critical race theory, the thing you didn't even know existed until we brought it up to you, is going to lead to nuclear war in America, but I'm not trying to scare you folks. Trying to wake people up. Whether you believe it or not, we don't have time to divide our time. We don't have time to discuss the racist history and president of America and try to better the country and evolve to the next level. We have to worry about murdering people. We're making you feel good because you're a little different and killing the enemy. We don't have time and we're wasting so much of it and they're not. I so this is the message, folks. Just so fucking bizarre. And uh, here's more of the message. So that was the uh, Tucker Carlson, who has the number one cable news show in the fucking country. Here's the other conservative news outlet. Oh, this is live RVM. Beyond parody, listen to this shit. They have been able to take over the entire media. They have caused a mass exodus of good police officers that are there for the right reason. Uh, well, if good police officers left because they were afraid they were going to get in trouble for murdering innocent people, they weren't good police officers. And they have started the indoctrination of your kids with critical race theory. Now they are supposed to. Uh, you're thinking of religion. That's religion, dude. You got that backwards. They're not teaching critical race theory in any fucking children's school. Nowhere in the goddamn world. It's a college-level course, you lying fuck. Feel badly about themselves, specifically if they're white. Not only feel badly about themselves and repent, but also join a force of evil to eradicate whiteness completely. Oh my God, lies, lies. We're going to cover what whiteness is. White is not about destroying white people. It's about destroying this idea that people from all different backgrounds are grouped in this category of whiteness, which is something we all should want to get rid of, right? Lies. They have completely taken God out of everything. Okay. Now I the saw in one state last night that they're trying to get rid of in God we trust on a license plate in some state. I don't remember it's, exactly. It's Mississippi. Yeah, it's Mississippi. And no, they're not trying to get rid of it. They're trying to make a uh, penalty penalty free alternative. See, now you're forced to get it or pay money to get some kind of alternative, and that's against the law. So more lies, more lies. What it is, although be it, it is still on our currency, probably not for too long. Uh -oh. And they have purged our military with this wokeness. <laughs> they purged the military, folks. Military's done. Remember we used to have a military, we used to spend trillions of dollars every year on the military? No longer. We basically have all that money now. No military, so uh, good, I guess. Uh, so all, all of that has been done, and this was... Also amid an engineered, man-made, intentionally released virus from the lab in Wuhan, where we unapologetically said that it came from, you said it, I said it, we were liars, we were conspiracy theorists, we were tinfoil hats. It has now come true. I mean, it might have accidentally been released from that lab, but there's still not enough evidence to prove that yet, so we don't know. And then the vaccine, or the vaccine, the vaccine. Me, was Bioweapon 2.0, mm. which is stronger than the ineffective virus that Fauci wanted to get his hands on. He has now developed this Delta version, whatever it is. The vaccine, folks, it's a virus meant to kill us all. That's why so many of us, the hundreds of millions who have got it already, are dead. I'm a ghost. Hello.
Dusty's ghost talking to you right now, folks. Now only continue to get more and more deadly, and they have done it all simultaneously with little to no resistance whatsoever. That was a soft test. If the president of the United States, Donald Trump, doesn't come back within the next 60 days, I believe that we are looking at an extinction-level event. <laughs> if Trump doesn't come back to the White House, all life on Earth will be exterminated, folks. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not fear-mongering. Just telling you the truth. Trump is our only hope to save not just humans, but every animal and plant on the goddamn planet, folks. True story. So uh, this is the message, folks, and I wish, I wish I could tell you it wasn't working, <sighs> but it is. Uh, here's more of the message, folks. Here's Pat Robertson jumping on the bandwagon. Schmeagle impersonator Pat Robinson, walking corpse. What is it that the people of color have been oppressed by the white people and the white people begin to be racist by the time they're uh, two or three months old, and they, therefore, the people of color have to rise up and overtake their oppressors, and then, having gotten the whip handle, if I can use that term, then to instruct their white neighbors how to behave. Now, that's critical race theory. Yeah, folks. Critical race theory is all about black folks becoming slave masters and enslaving the white race. Isn't that what it's all about, this course that teaches the intersection of race and the legal system? So you got, yeah, I got every one of them. Got the uh, religious leaders out there saying this shit. You got the news organizations, both online and on cable, telling conservatives this shit. And, uh, you got their politicians that they elect going out there and trying to make it illegal. Here's the free speech warriors want to make it illegal to discuss the racist history. Now, this is not critical race theory, once again, but they've lumped all this stuff in, like the guy told you in the beginning he was going to do, into critical race theory, and they're going to try to make it all illegal to teach. So we cannot even teach the history of the United States. This is some terrifying shit, to be honest with you. I think critical race theory is wrong, and I don't think it should be taught in schools at all, and I don't think we should fund any money to allow that to happen. I've watched what's happening in school districts across this nation. You haven't. It's only a college-level course. It's not taught in any of the uh, high school and lower districts at all. What are you talking about, liar? And I don't think that should, is appropriate, nor should be taught. But I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Sir, thank you. Um, we know that the Senate's come up with this bipartisan infrastructure plan. Uh, but now speak of deal, no deal. deal, no deal. So anyway, gonna make it illegal, which they've already done in certain places to even teach critical race theory, which of course I said, it's not even critical race theory they're afraid of. It's any mention of race, any teaching of American history that deals with uh, the bad things we've done in the past. Um, so folks, like I've been saying repeatedly, I wish I could say this was not working against the cracker-ass old conservative motherfuckers in this country, but it's working brilliantly. They are freaking out about this shit. Here's a school board meeting that had nothing to do with critical race. They were discussing transgender issues and transgender rights in the school district. But they, they have all this stuff lumped in together. Conservatives have lumped all these different social um, policies 
into one thing now, and they're terrified of it, these white Americans. So uh, here's how that school board meeting went. A school board meeting erupted into chaos over conversations about critical race theory and trans rights. It does matter. Parents piled in the comfort of the Lawn in Ashburn, Virginia on June 27 over the introduction of a proposed transgender rights policy in schools. Under that policy, trans students will be addressed by their chosen names and pronouns by school staff. They would also be allowed to use sports facilities that match their gender identity. But the meeting soon went off the rails once many attendees began attacking the supposed teachings of critical race theory. You're teaching children to hate others because of their skin They're color. literally not teaching children that. And you're forcing them to lie about other kids' gender. They are not. Why is active grooming of our students allowed to take place under your watch? Why is indoctrination allowed to take Active grooming. So trans rights to them is pedophilia. That's literally what they have it associated with. They're just goddamn trash humans place under your watch history will not judge this board well crt like its counterpart the 1619 project is nothing but phony scholarship it isn't meant to achieve anything it's meant to divide and destroy this country by people who hate it as i watch parent <laughs> after parent step up and oppose or sadly support the radical racist and immoral propaganda that passes as an education in loudon county I'm reminded of the tyranny of communist China. Oh, yeah. I lived in West Germany, and during that time we visited many concentration camps. One question visitors always had, how is it that German people allow their fellow citizens to be treated and slaughtered like livestock? You guys are the ones who are literally trying to make it illegal to teach things, okay? You guys are the ones who literally tried to overthrow the government and the will of the people and install a dictator. You are an example of how Nazi Germany turned into what it did. Doc, the answer was Hitler's propaganda minister, Joseph Goebel, brainwashing the country's citizens to hate other racial groups. This social engineering brought about Hitler's authoritarianism. Critical race theory, in fact, pits black people against white people. It doesn't. One person was arrested and another was detained. According to the Loudoun Times Mirror, the school's interim superintendent said critical race theory wasn't being taught in the county's public schools, of course. Critical race theory has become a flashpoint for conservatives. In reality, it is a fairly specialized college-level course of study. But the phrase has been co-opted by right-wing media and politicians to mean any study of the role of systemic racism has played in American history or society. When I heard that uh, teachers and students were having critical race theory shoved down their throats and the young white You believed it. I just believed it without looking it up or doing any research whatsoever and I'm terrified and angry about it. This is white rage. You guys out there pretending I don't know what white rage we talk white rage. This is what we're talking about. White rage. Perfect description. Kids were being told that there was something wrong with them because of the color of their skin. Oh god. I became very concerned. We need critical race theory because we need real history. Amen. In a statement, the school board said it ended its meeting due to loud public demonstrations that violated the decorum of the meeting. This is mob. 
So yeah, crazy. It's working, folks. Conservatives have a winner, and all these dumbass poor white people—they're gonna vote against their own best interest. Another another trillion dollar tax breaks for billionaires because we're scared of CRT. That's how it works. That's how it always works, folks. I'm gonna show you another example. This is exactly the same they said about Common Core. Remember Common Core? How it was destroying the world? We're gonna get there. Hang on. Uh, but this is—I I, I wish I. I was going to say, I wish I had a Beyond Parody segment, but this belongs in the Critical Race Theory segment, but it's so Beyond Parody. So uh, here's a famous chud-ass conservative um, opinion maker. Dick Morris is going to explain to you how Critical Race Theory is going to lead to incest and patricide. I wish I was making this up, but here we go. What, what do you make? Uh, I mean, this is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff mm. making a comment like this. What Incredible. do you make of that? Incredible. This poison, critical race theory, yeah. this cancer, yeah. is affecting all of our institutions, the schools, the universities, the military, um, all over. And it's based on the fundamental proposition that all white people are racist. Uh, well, first of all, I think all people are racist in general. Now, white people do have the most power. And we do control, you know, the power structures for the most part of this country. So, yes, it, it affects minorities worse. But, yeah, yeah, like, all right, let me go ahead and play. Whether they are inherently that or not, their background makes them racist. Right. Original sin, really. Yeah. And that, uh, and that all white people got where they got by exploiting blacks. No, no. Now, it did benefit white society, and a lot of white people have benefited greatly but no one is saying everything white people have ever accomplished 100% was on the backs of black people in slavery. This is a straw man you've invented to freak people out. I have a unique thought about that, though. What does this do to the children? What does this do to a kid? A quarter of all black marriages are intermarriages racially. Wow. So what does that do to a black Nothing. boy? A black and white kid? Who's yeah. Mother is a white and whose father, his mother is black and his father yeah, is white. Right. What does he think? My father exploited my mother and that's what, how he got successful. Uh, and if the couple breaks up, does this, do they have to choose one over the other? Does it reinforce the Oedipal notion all kids have <laughs> wanting to kill their father and marry their mother? <laughs> Just uh, makes sense, folks. Critical race theory going to lead to incest fantasies and father murder. Of course, I am not fear-mongering. I am not exaggerating, folks. I mean, what does this do to the children? Nothing. And, and to have a fourth grader sitting in class who might be white, being told that everything his family has and everything he enjoys and has accomplished is because they exploited other people. Literally not being taught in any fourth grade. Just so ridiculous. But America! And yep, Vadim's got it right, folks. Here's where you're going to lead to. Yep. Lucky son bangs hot critical race theory milf and murders father. It's going to happen, folks. Be very afraid. Coming to Pornhub very soon near you. And he don't look half black. I don't know. Maybe. And uh, so just proof, folks, that this is what they always do. They pick a topic that, you know, no one is, very few people have heard of, that's no real danger to society whatsoever. And they blow it so far out of proportion to freak white people out and black tokens out with. Um, to amazing levels. It's exactly the same thing they did with Common Core. Remember this? 
Does this language, does this hyperbole, does this fear-mongering sound familiar to you? It changes everything. I believe Common Core is the biggest story in American history because if you don't stop it, American history is over. Never talks you. about it anymore. Biggest story in American history, but as soon as it outlived its usefulness to fear-monger white people with, crickets. Oh, it. You hear anyone say that this isn't a big deal, they are either completely out of touch or they are lying to you. The press is circling the wagons around critical race theory because they know it is critical for their plan to go through. If they can't finish the indoctrination of the next generation, America survives. If they continue the indoctrination, America is over. It is just that simple. It says exactly the same thing you said about Common Core. So transparent, but it's effective. This is what conservatism is all about. Freak you out about minutia, stupid, tiny bullshit that doesn't matter about your life. So that you vote against your own best interest and you fucking morons do it over and over again because you're so stupid. God damn it. How do you even tie your shoes? How do you drive cars? How did you turn your computers on when you're this stupid? But folks, this is not critical race theory, but since they want to lump at everything in a critical race theory, they want to lump uh, all systemic racism in America in a critical race theory, anybody who tries to deny there is systemic racism in this country, this is a great thread to show them. This is uh, Michael Harriet responding to uh, Dan Crenshaw, cringiest motherfucker out there, One-Eyed Jack says, uh, this is Crenshaw says this, let's get some facts straight. Allowing taxpayer-funded political campaigns has nothing to do with voting rights. Asking people to prove who they say they are with an ID is not voter suppression. Making elections more secure and transparent is not Jim Crow on steroids. So this guy is going to show, going to prove exactly how racism is baked in to the voting system in our country. There is no other conclusion you can come to after reading this thread. And this was specifically done to suppress the black vote and make sure white people have more representation. So Michael Harris says, oh, Dan Crenshaw, Texas, likes to get facts straight. So let's do it. A little thread. First of all, Dan Crenshaw represents Texas' second district, part of which includes Harrison County, some places over there and some other parts. It's hard to explain because Crenshaw, Crenshaw's district, can only be accurately described as the white people near Houston. Look at this. Look how they gerrymandered his district. There's no logical reason to this other than they only picked out white areas to make sure white people had more representation. See, the 2010 census showed Texas gained 4 million new people, but Texas had to figure out how to keep their districts majority white. So the GOP gerrymandered the electoral map so bad a federal court said, come on, y'all. You'd be racist, but you can't be that racist. But it was so close to the 2012 election, a court could only make minor changes. Then the GOP made the changes permanent, effectively laundering a racist map through the court system. Texas only makes sense, or Texas 2 only makes sense if you can see where the rich people and the white people live. And here we go. Here's the gerrymandered district they made, and they have a map showing you. Yeah, look, here's all the poor people. Look, they specifically mapped it out so where the poor people won't be a part of this district. And it's only richer, more affluent people who are more likely to be white. 100% racist, folks. Racism built into the goddamn system. 
smoking gun proof. Nobody could deny this who's intellectually honest. Not only is it baked into the system, it's baked into the voting, the most important part of our democracy, the voting part. It's, it's baked into that part of it. It's baked into every other part of it, too. But this is just such an amazing example to use because, you know, the voting part of it is like the most important part. He goes on to say, if you think that story's messed up, there are two more things you should know. When they redrew those maps, the state of Texas didn't gain a single minority district. Hmm. Remember when I said the state grew by 4 million? 90% of those new people were non-white. So 3.5 million non-white people moving to Texas, not a single minority district gained because of the way they gerrymandered this to specifically make sure whites kept more power. White supremacy stayed in charge. How could anybody deny systemic racism when you see shit like this? But they still will, of course, because you guys are dishonest. You don't really care about the truth. You know, you're just fucking morons. But anyway, that is my critical race theory section, folks. Maddening. The only good news is they'll be moving on to something else in a couple months. There'll be some new thing that has no effect on your life. They'll be freaking you out about and white people will fall for it. So at least it's temporary, I guess. All right, let me stop and check the Super Chats. Super Chats. Catalina Gearbox, it's like two minutes of hate from 1984. I know, right? It's a double think. Cognitive dissonance all the time with conservatives. Ford, 8484. I live in Buffalo. For the first time, my vote is counted. Same city Teddy got inaugurated out. For the first time, my vote is counted. Why is that? What happened in Buffalo? I missed that story. You have to explain that to me. But thank you for that. Biz, ounce. If you know people who believe that critical race theory is a real threat, tell them you're embarrassed and ashamed of them. I will. I'm sure my mom uh, believes in it. My mom, t- I, mean, I love my mom. My mom's great. My mom's one of my heroes. I don't want to talk shit about my mom. But her telling me that uh, the fact that we have a landlord overclass and that people can't afford houses anymore, so we're a land of renters now, is the fault of uh, the Marxist. You know, there's nothing you could do with that. The people that literally run around and say behead landlords are not the problem with the landlord crisis. It's just stupid. So I'm sure she thinks critical race theory has been taught in kindergartens and then they're teaching everybody to be ashamed to be white and to wipe out white people or some bullshit. Whatever that to say to make you afraid, folks. And uh, Sunred says, Trunzrots! Get the fur baby some nip, Dusty. I will. I bought them all new big scratching posts lately and infused that shit with catnip so my cat's as high as fuck. So thank you for that. Twitter 42 recently got a new fur baby kitten named Philip and got to spread the love to yours. Trends Roots. Give uh, Philip some scratches for me there. Thank you, Twitter. Proto $2. Check he's take on Joe Rogan's mask. Take great. All right. I will check that out. Thank you for the shout out. Jason Moore. We need to break up Facebook. That company is responsible for so much misinformation and crap. These people eat up. Hey, works for me. They got a monopoly. Break that shit. We should just uh, nationalize it. Take that shit from Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck that robot. Linda Ruckstrom, here's for the fur kids. Thank you, Linda. 666, love you. 48044, reach out to Sam Cedar or David Pakman. I'm sure they love to your work, brother. No. Dude, there are people, like popular people, that will talk to me in private but won't have anything to do with me in public. Nobody who's popular has a popular show will have anything to do with me in public. They just won't. I've been blacklisted. We can pretend like this is not true, but it is. I, I, I won't pretend like it's not true because I see it firsthand but what you gonna do right i don't need anybody else i just do some shit i'll be small it's fine be sure to like the video too motherfuckers 624 people watching only 342 likes fuck you do your job 
A golf Twiller, $20. Very generous, thank you. I grew up in a communist country. The level of education we had is unprecedented by fourth grade. I was doing physics and calculus. Let that shit sink in. I came across in fourth grade. It's four by one. What? I know, right? Like, uh, when I was in fourth grade, I was learning cursive. Like, they didn't even teach me evolution in school. So... At least I had the internet, though. I didn't have the internet like I was in my 20s, but at least eventually I had the internet to educate myself with, so that's good. Thank you, A-Golf. Lee Drew, Chicken Shit Gates actually refused to allow Miley to respond. Dim Reverend Hooligan gave up a portion of her time to allow Miley to respond to Gates. All right, thank you for uh, clarifying that. Sounds about right. Sounds about white. Ben Davis. Hey there, Dusty. I finally caught a show on time. Hell yeah, Ben. Welcome. Love me some Ben Davis. Shelly Stevenson, love you, Dusty. Love you, Shelly. Help me remember more GOP fear scams like Obamacare, death panels, Common Core. Oh, God, I could search it, but there's everything. It's it, Everything they say is just some kind of fear-mongering, right? Kathleen Gearbox, is the right just developing into madness? This is the way they've always been. We're just noticing more now because people like me actually have the power to uh, be platformed to do shows like this. Before, we were depending on the media the mainstream media to tell you stories like this and they weren't doing it so you never heard this shit so dusty have my babies will do we'll have little anal babies they'll be cute jason ashby help a dusty out and hit the thumbs up hit the thumbs up motherfuckers 366 you can do better than that thanks again dusty and don't ever stop unless you want to i mean i'm not forcing you or anything shout out to mods trends Roots. yep gonna keep going as long as you guys support me appreciate that dusty i would get more but all right i already read that all right and uh Justin Joseph, 1999, celebrating paying off my student loan tonight after 14 years. Holy shit. Congratulations. That's great news. So I'm giving more for the fur babies tonight. Great show as usual, Dusty. Appreciate it, Justin. And uh, congratulations to you. Lars Weber, we just lost our ferret Harold this evening, and life is really hard right now. Thanks for helping make it better and taking our mind off things for a little while. Love you, Dusty. All right, I'm sorry to hear that, Lars Weber. Uh, good thoughts to you. I'm sure you gave uh, your little baby a good life for as long as you could. And that's really all you could do in this world. So, uh, you know, take solace in that. I know it's hard, though. It's like losing a kid. So I feel for you. We're thinking of you tonight, Lars. Appreciate it. All right, let me continue on the show because I still got so much to cover. I noticed I lost like 50 viewers doing my uh, Super Chats. But uh, got to do it. You guys are the heroes that support the show. So more Super Chats, please. And fuck you guys who don't want to watch my goddamn Super Chat reading. So next up, going to do everybody's favorite section. Sing along if you know the words. Oh, my God. I don't have the. Oh, here he goes. Chode Watch. It's time for Chode Watch. We talk about Chodes and make fun of them. Chud Watch. High quality graphics. That's what your money's paying for, folks. And uh, this is also scary as shit, folks. Now, it's true. Facts have a left-wing bias. There's a reason that most college professors lean left. That's because the more you study, the more educated you become, the more likely you are to lean left because you realize, hey, uh, the left, left-wing ideas are more fact-based than the lying-ass motherfuckers on the right. Well, they're literally trying to scare colleges now into hiring more republicans florida let me click on this florida to require students and faculty to declare their political views to stop liberal indoctrination they already passed this law folks they passed a law where every school must now poll their students and their staff to see what their political affiliations are now why are they doing this they say it right in the article because if the schools are too left-leaning, they're going to threaten them to withhold funding for them until they hire more Republicans. They're literally going to punish you for teaching facts. 
and bully you into hiring more conservative professors who lie their ass off. Terrifying. Here's the good news. All we have to do is teach these students to lie on these forms. Every left-wing student should fill out the form saying there are conservatives of shit. Fill it out saying you're a right-wing white nationalist. Fill it out as conservatively as you possibly can. Every one of these surveys should show the schools are 90% conservative, so the schools are forced to hire more left-wing professors and shit. Ha-ha! Turn that shit back around on them. Even though this is some terrifying 1984 shit right here, dudes. And uh, Q-Talk! Q-Talk back out there, and holy shit, man. These people are scary. This is a, a Q account that has 13,000 followers, which is a lot. Not a lot, but it's a good amount for the, the Q community. This is Kevin A13KF. We're soon going to live in a reality where Arizona proves the state was stolen. We're not. An illegitimate criminal administration was installed as a result of treason. It wasn't. I'm ready for that reality and whatever it brings. If they think trespassers were bad, here we go. Yeah, if they think trespassers were bad, dot, dot, dot. We're going to murder you all. That's what he's saying. We're not just going to storm the Capitol. We're going to murder you. The election was stolen. We watched votes switched on live TV. You didn't. They paused the election like they do in third world countries. They did not. Found the votes. Gaslit the country. You're literally gaslighting right now. Prosecute the ones who won't accept it. Talking about some 1984 thought crime. If you refuse to accept our lies about the election, we're going to prosecute you is what they're calling for now. Scary as shit. And uh, yeah, conservatives are not very consistent. Here's uh, Ben Garrison back earlier this year. It's a uh, drawing and it's the Capitol building and there's a... Uh, a MAGA conservative Trump supporter, and he's giant, and he uh, has a flag with Trump's picture on it because that's definitely patriotic, right? It's not about America. It's about Trump, right? And uh, you have the mob surrounding the Capitol building, and he's lifting the lid of the Capitol building. He's looking down at Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence and uh, Mitch McConnell, and he's saying, can you hear us now? Yeah! The Capitol riots were all about patriots trying to make their voices heard to the politicians. You better listen up. And now a few months has passed. And now, here's this picture of uh, the Capitol building's open again. But this time, it's the FBI doing it. And they're tricking Trump supporters into falling into the trap with a mousetrap and a piece of freedom of speech MAGA cheese. So before, it's, oh my God, patriots are just making you hear our voices. Can you hear us now? And now it's like, the FBI set us up. Oh my God. It's not our fault. We don't take any responsibility. So good Lord. Might want to find a page you can stay on there, Ben Garrison. And uh, speaking of which, neo-Nazi Stone Toss. He makes all these conservative cartoons that conservatives eat up and love. Because, of course, why wouldn't they love a neo-Nazi conservative cartoon maker? (sighs) New political cartoon, he says. So here's his political cartoon. So this is uh, based on what Joe Biden said. Joe Biden was talking about why maybe uh, normal people shouldn't have AR-15s. He was saying, well, we don't let people have tanks. You know, there has to be a limit on the kind of weaponry we allow normal citizens to have. Like, uh, even if you have an AR-15, you can't fight back against a tank, right? So we're going to let people have tanks? Because the main argument conservatives have that they need AR-15s is, hey, we have to fight back against the government, right? We have to be willing. If we have to launch an attack against the government, we need the tools. So that would be an argument for having tanks, which Joe Biden says, you know, there has to be a limit. So anyway, this is what the cartoon's about. In the first panel, this one dude who has a poo hair says to another dude who has poo on his shirt, the government has jets and nukes. What 
can your second amendment do? And then the second photo is uh, JFK about to be assassinated with a rifle. Holy shit. Yeah, second amendment can uh, murder the president. Not calling for violence, but just saying. You can kill the president if you want to. Don't take our guns. Like, is this a, a good argument for not taking your guns? We might murder the president if you don't take our guns. I don't know. Scary. Not very well thought through. But that's conservatism for you. And Trump back out there and he's already, his words have caused violence to happen. We know he's doing this on purpose and he's doing it again. This is literally trying to stir up people to become violent. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. Can you believe that New York wants to strip Rudy Giuliani, a great American patriot, of his law license because he has been fighting what has already been proven to be a fraudulent election? Uh, hasn't. He lied. The greatest mayor in the history of New York City? False. The Elliot Ness of his generation, one of the greatest crime fighters of our country, has ever known. And this is what the radical left does to him. All of the New York is out of control. Crime is at an all-time high. It's not. It's nothing but a witch hunt. They should be ashamed of themselves. Take back America. This is a call for violence, folks. Don't believe it's not. We know. We know that's exactly how Trump idiots are going to take it. And we know that's where Trump's mindset is. Because uh, this article came out. It seems like this is a repeat of what I've heard before. But this is a new article. So I guess this is new information. A new book was just released. Top U.S. general rejected Trump's suggestion the military should crack skulls during protests last year, new book claims. Apparently, this guy, this is the same guy that gave the good answer before, um, talked about how Trump said that the police and the military should shoot civil rights protesters. Yeah, shoot them in the leg or shoot them in the foot. Be mean to them. Beat the fuck out of them. Crack their skulls, Trump said. So, yeah, authoritarian fascist being authoritarian fascist. Shocker. Who could have seen that coming? But Dave Rubin, don't worry. Dave Rubin promised us all, before Trump got elected, if Trump was elected, he would be the very first, the first, to hold Trump's feet to the fire, motherfuckers. And he just had Trump on his program and listen to all this holding his feet to the fire. Because I saw you, I, I don't know if you remember this, but we, we actually met briefly at Mar-a-Lago uh, back in December of, uh, right. I guess it was 2018. And I saw right. you that night, you had no tie on, you were relaxed, you were laughing. Like, were you ever really, really worried? Or even on the second time around? I was going right. to the Trump rallies in Beverly Hills and it was a joy fest. Like, it was, it was truly unbelievable. Yeah, white supremacists love each other and they love to celebrate. Believe it, and I can't wait till they start up rallies, whether you're there or not, just to get people out there and holding flags yep. and being proud to be Americans again. <laughs> and one thing you have to say- Dave Rubin does not give a shit about patriotism. This is so transparent, living in his multi-million dollar compound. The grift is real, yo. Say, Dave, if nothing else, I was consistent. I mean, yeah. it was, I've seen it too, where I, because believe it or not, Dave, I'm a very honest person. And, you know, I'm not sure that you can be <laughs> honest and be in politics. If you have to go around telling people how honest you are, you're probably not very honest. You always feel that somebody else was going to do it, and then you just got pinned into doing it. You know, the show. Yeah, you did it because you're such a hero. Nobody else would do it, right, Trump? God, what a fucking loser sellout. And, uh, I don't want to make it fun of people who have mental illness because that's wrong. But I think the quartering might be mentally ill. And I'm only saying this because according to his own words, that's the only logical conclusion I can come to. The quartering 
on this very day, he said both these things on the same day within a couple hours apart. First off, he says, from henceforth, if you use the term malding or cope, unironically, I will just assume you suffer from some sort of mental illness. That's right. If you dare use these words in a way that I don't approve of, you're mentally ill. A couple hours later, the quartering, it's a common tactic for them to then declare victory or that you're afraid when you really just don't want to give them the satisfaction. So they cope. Oh, my God. Psh. Quartering mentally ill, according to the quartering. And who am I to argue with the quartering about his own mental state? So, I don't know. Uh, best wishes for your full mental recovery, quartering. And uh, wanted a picture of the GOP 2021 boiled down to its essence. Here it is. Remember this guy, so scared that black people were walking in front of his house, he had to put an AR-15 on him? Well, here's his uh, photo for his candidacy, him and his creepy-ass wife for their guns. Yay, vote for us. Don't we need more rich, pathetic, cowardly, doughy-old white guys with guns in politics? I say yes. Many more, please. And, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so this is Rudy Giuliani's son. You guys might have heard, but uh, Rudy Gianni just had his law license suspended in New York for repeatedly lying and shit. You know, when you're a lawyer, you have to know the truth or there's consequences. And uh, the consequences of his actions finally showed up for him. So this is his son. His son released this video. This is how they shot it. I don't know why they shot it. Like he's only uh, three foot, five foot tall. Like he's a munchkin. No idea. But they did. And it's hilarious. Hi, my fellow Americans. Today, it's my fellow Americans, not just my fellow New Yorkers. As you may have heard recently, uh, a few few minutes ago, my father's law license was suspended by the New York State First Appellate Division of the Supreme Court. Now, the five judges that ruled on it, Judge Rolando. This guy looks fun, doesn't he? Isn't this guy you want to hang out with at a party, smoke some weed with? So clearly, he got mocked as shit and back. I'm just going to show you one. Here's one, yeah. Americans, today it's my fellow Americans, not just my fellow New Yorkers. As yeah. you may have heard recently, sir, uh, few, this few is a Taco ago, Bell. My father's law okay. license was Order get the fuck out. By the New York State First Appellate Division of the Supreme. Don't know, but just gonna say the acorn didn't fall far from the tree on that one. And uh, bad gene pool and uh, Tim Pool. Now we're gonna make fun of Dim Tool. So remember, Dim Tool came out last week and said Trump supporters hate him. And then he hired this uh, racist, fascist, uh, one of the biggest Trump supporters in the world to be his chief copy editor. Well, it's this woman, Cassandra Fairbanks. And this week, she's like, Trump wanted military to beat the fuck out of George Floyd protesters. Just shoot them, says new book. And she says, LMAOF, based if true. Yeah, it's so based. Trump wanted to murder and shoot protesters. This is the chief editor of the most popular conservative YouTube commentator in the world. Here you go. Here's some proof. Crazy how popular he is. Jared Hope points out, why do you even care? That's what people ask me all the time. Why do you even cover Tim Pool? Why do you even care? Because he is the most popular conservative commentator in, in on YouTube. Perhaps the world. Making millions of years. His influence is incredible. People just don't understand because he's, so, he's so goofy. And, and we watch him, and he seems like he's a fucking moron. He lies continuously, and he's always wrong about everything. So we're like, why are you even covering him? He's an idiot. But look at this, folks. 
conservative YouTuber count by the millions. He's got nearly double his nearest competitor, the Daily Wire. He's got, what, 20 times Paul Joseph Watson? Dude, killing it. This is who conservatives are listening to. This is their opinion maker. This is why we cover this fucking moron, this fucking fascist, white supremacist. Yes, Temple, I don't care if Temple says, oh, Mexican, whatever. If you're an enabler of white supremacy, you're a fucking white supremacist. If you're sitting at the dinner table with 12 Nazis, there are 13 Nazis at the dinner table. That's a poor quote of, I know I butchered that, but it's close to that. And uh, speaking of idiots, conservatives not sending their best. Here's a representative, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And spoiler alert, what she says here, not true. I'd like to just take a minute to remind everyone that words matter and their meanings need to be exactly clear. Yes, words matter and their meanings need to be clear, she starts out with. And then proceeds to get words totally wrong and their meanings wrong. Contraception stops a woman from becoming pregnant. True. The plan B pill kills a baby in the womb. False, false. The plan B pill has to be taken within a day or two of sex, and it only stops the woman from getting pregnant by preventing ovulation. This is contraception, exactly the same way. You know Google exists, right? But words have meaning, and we have to accurately describe. Nope. Liars. But as always, you listen to Tim Pool, you send idiots to Congress. You fuck up our country. That's you, conservatives. You trash. You trash. And speaking of you being trash, there's another fucking idiot you sent to Congress. A guy who's always wrong, frat party boy, Madison Cawthorn, who got paralyzed coming back from spring break, literally doesn't know shit from Shinola. And this is, this is so ironic what he's about to say. Let me play it first. It was Thomas Jefferson that said facts are stubborn things. Okay, that's hilarious. Thomas Jefferson said facts are are a stubborn thing, only the problem is, uh, yeah, Thomas Jefferson didn't, didn't say that. It was said by John Adams. So he literally got the facts wrong about a quote that said facts are stubborn things. They are stubborn things. That's true. You might want to, I don't know, Google literally on the highest house, the political body in the world, this doofus representing us, folks. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we're so fucked. Just so, st- how are you not humiliated to be a conservative at all times? I mean, you are an embarrassment to the rest of us, but how are you not an embarrassment to yourself? And uh, let's look into what the hard news channels are doing. Here's Fox News, number one cable news network in America. FAA goes woke. Oh, no, not the FAA. What terrible things are they doing to destroy America now? Well, they're going to change some terms. Instead of using the term airmen or airmen, they're going to use the term pilot or operator. Oh, no. How is American democracy going to survive if they call pilots pilots? Instead of using the term cockpit, they're going to use the term flight deck. Oh, no. How are we going to survive if we don't say the word cockpit? They're literally destroying our heritage by not mentioning cocks. Good God, y'all. Got to have something to scare the white folks with. And uh, once again, folks, freaking out. Like, here's accidentally based. I hate the word based, but I'm going to use it. 
Conservatives on Fox News are now literally calling to defund the military. Who could have seen this coming? I didn't think anything could come out of this ridiculous scaremongering about critical race theory, but hey, I might just stand back and not argue with them. We are sending our tax dollars to this military to in an attempt to weed out so-called extremists, which just means conservative evangelicals. Okay, first I- off, if that's what you think about con- extremists, if that's what you think, then that's, once again, that says more about how you view conservative evangelicals and the rest of us. Well, you're, you're not wrong, but there's a reason you guys are considered extremists, because you are. I can tell. Uh, we're paying for that? Why, why is Congress not saying we're not going to give you a penny until all of this is eradicated from the military budget? Nothing. This is my offer to you. Nothing. That's what I would say. I'm, I'm, to- I'm totally outraged by him and his ridiculous response today. What is white rage? I don't even know. What even is this term, white rage? Yeah, I'm outraged that the military wants to learn something. So no more money for the military, I guess. And hey, when she's right, she's right. I do think there should be a budget for the military, though. Just a, a much, 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 like maybe 20% of what it is now. Take the other 80% and put it on health care. Give us universal health care. That's my opinion on it. We do need a small military for a few things, but much less than it is now. And folks, that's my chat watch. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out, see if I got any new super chats real quick. 641 people watching. 428 likes. Math don't add up. Like the video, please. 48044, Bernie and the left have the right policies, but calling themselves dim socialists is not correct. It's social democrat. Uh, yes, I am a social democrat. Not a dip- but no. Yeah, I'm a social democrat. Uh, not a democratic socialist, right? You're right about that. Um, Bernie's not a socialist anyway. Not in any real sense of the word, but he uses that term. Basically, it's like black people who use the N-word. They take it back to give, them, to give themselves power from it. Um, that's what Bernie did with socialists, but he's not a socialist. It's social democrat, similar policies to Scandinavia, and well over 90% of developed countries. True story. That's what I am, social democrat. Thank you for that. Um, all right, that was the only new super chat I got. More super chats, please. And more large yourself forever and ever and ever. Amen. Super chats. And I'm halfway through the show now. Almost halfway through the show. And uh, and I'm and it's the end of the show almost. So, uh. We're going to do some overtime. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I got you covered with some overtime. And uh, next up, man, I should have got my graphics. And I didn't do right on my fucking graphics. But uh, celebrity bullshit, celebrity bullshit. The segment is about celebrities and their bullshit. And first off on celebrity bullshit, um, Mumford and Scums, I guess one of their banjo players, uh, quit the band. No longer a Mumford and Scums. So uh, he wrote an article, uh, Why I'm Leaving Mumford and Sons, and I read it so you guys don't have to. And basically, uh, he publicly praised Andy Noko, who is a propagandist for a far-right extremist. And he helped him sell books. He gave a shout-out to his book, his ridiculous propaganda book. And uh, then the internet was like, Hey, uh, why are you praising a white supremacist enabler, enabler fascist? Um, why are you helping this guy sell books? And then the internet was mean to him, so uh, he quit the band. So that's uh, that's the short version of that very long story. So uh, no one cares. Fuck off, fascist bitch. And uh, next up, John McAfee. You guys know who John McAfee is? So uh, he is the guy that created uh, McAfee virus software, which has always been horrible. That and Norton. 
Basically, the virus software, they fuck your computer up worse than they help you. Always hated that shit. Well, then he sold the company like 25 years ago, and he made millions, and then he uh, avoided his taxes, and he uh, started creating drugs and shit, so he went to another country so he could avoid the government. So anyway, he killed himself. He killed himself. He did. Uh, you got to say, oh, he was murdered. No, he wasn't murdered. Why the fuck would anybody murder John McAfee? John McAfee is just an old coot. Had no insider information. Didn't have any fucking uh, friends in high places. Didn't know shit about shit. Why would anybody murk him? He, they didn't. He killed himself. But he killed himself to try to troll people. This is this is the level this guy is at, right? This guy, if you hadn't heard, this guy murdered his neighbor. Uh, allegedly. I guess I don't have to say allegedly anymore. But um, And I'm not even really mad at him about that too much. I mean, you shouldn't murder your neighbor, right? But apparently his neighbor killed his dogs. And then his neighbor ended up dead. So, uh, yeah, he murdered his neighbor. But I, a little bit of empathy. If you killed my dog, I wouldn't murder you, but I would want to murder you. So, uh, anyway, murdered his neighbor. Uh, was creating all these drugs and shit in another country. Was living with these young girls in other countries. Living a real wild lifestyle. But uh, So, this guy's a fucking moron. So, he's going public telling people to evade their taxes. Telling people how they can evade their taxes. Bragging about how easily it is to evade taxes. So, uh, shocker, the IRS went after him, and uh, they contacted the country he was living in, I think it was Spain, and had him extradited over the United States. So, while he was waiting to be extradited over here, he killed himself in jail, but he just didn't kill himself. He wanted to make it, he wanted to troll the public and make the public uh, think that somehow he was assassinated, and maybe Q had something to do with it. So, uh, before he offed himself, he sent out these messages on his official uh, message, I guess on his, uh, what is Twitter? Getting subtle messages from the U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to we're going to kill yourself. I don't that's bad English. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was bad. I was whacked. Check my right arm. Nobody in the government messaged this motherfucker and told him we're coming for you. Where are the messages at? Where are the recordings? Where are the email? Where are they at? Never happened. So he's trolling. He already intended to kill himself in prison. So he put this on his arm. So people would be like, oh my God, <laughs> McAfee. He wanted to be like live in infamy forever. Now people talk about him 100 years now. Remember when they whacked McAfee? Just like they did Jeffrey Epstein? So this is the ego this guy has. He literally was willing to give his life for a prank so he could be talked about, which is sort of pathetic. Um, and after he killed himself, he had somebody, probably his wife, his 30-something-year-old wife, Went to his uh, Gab account and uh, just gabbed out. Is that what they call it? Instead of tweeted, gabbed out the word Q. And Q Anonymous people were like, oh my God, see? He was whacked, Q. But he's just doing this to troll. He uh, trolled a lot, actually, about uh, Q while he was still alive. Here are some tweets to give example. Important announcement. My presidential campaign manager authorized me to offer the following. If Q will identify themselves, it's Ron Watkins. I can identify him for you. I will offer them the running mate position for my presidential campaign. If you're hearing this, Q, then please give this thoughtful consideration. And somebody said, I am Q. And he's like, unfortunately, no, you are not. I'm John fucking McAfee. How could I not know the identity of Q? You're, you live in another country, dude. You don't know shit. You don't have any connections high up. You're just a self-aggrandizing megalomaniac pretending we see through that. And then he tweeted out, the difference between Q and McAfee. No one knows who Q is. Everyone knows who McAfee is. No one knows where Q is. 
the Mrs. McAfee knows where McAfee is. McAfee is an anal fisting master. Q refuses to divulge his own mastery. But I know, yep, I know. You know it's Ron Watkins? We all know that, dude. And then he says, The notorious Patrick Labas and I will be on the Larry and Joe show tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Patrick is my campaign manager for Germany, part of my 2020 POTUS campaign for an outreach program. Here is my latest interview. So I says, do you follow Q? And uh, he says, no, but Q follows me. God damn it. Dude, definitely thought a lot of himself. You really have to think a lot of yourself to murder yourself as a prank. Is there anybody that doesn't see through that shit? I saw some people in there saying, no, he was murdered, Dusty. Come on now. It's, it's. All right, that's my... uh. That's my whole celebrity bullshit. Let's go ahead and jump right into the, since we're running out of time, jump into what the fuck section, because folks, what the fuck? And first off on what the fuck? So this this went super viral too. Another one of these things that went super viral. I almost sort of feel sorry for this lady and then I sort of don't. So we're going to cover the full spectrum of emotions I have about this. So um, this is a news broadcaster, what you call her, anchor reporter. At a KMOV in St. Louis. Paige Holsey. So she went, obviously they're in her uh, the building that her news program is shot in. You can tell it has drop-down ceilings and uh, big windows like they're in a conference room and some kind of industrial grade on the side. So they basically set up this room that's supposed to look like a teen's room. Because, you know, you know all the modern-day teens who have big tie-dyed blankets in the back and that are pinned up with painter's tape and all the kids these days going to still in Mal 420 signs, right? Totally. And the team made their bed, but there's also bras and clothes all over the floor. That's just how teens operate. And so she staged this whole thing. And then she tweeted out, looks like a normal teen's bedroom, right? No, no, it doesn't. Have you ever seen it? It looks like a 45 year old woman trying to make up what she thinks a normal teen's bedroom looks like. And it's bad. Think again. Coming up on KMOV, we'll show you what parents should be looking for so they can identify signs of drug use. So she's basically spreading drug panic. Oh my God, go inspire your kids. And then she says, I was shocked at what I found in this room. You staged the room. You're the one that put the drugs in this room you staged on this air mattress. How the fuck are you shocked by what you found in the room? Do you have some kind of memory disease where you can't like remember five minutes in the goddamn past? Are you like the dude from Memento? What are you even talking about, Paige Hustley? So anyway, she got roundly, roundly, roundly roasted on the internet by that. Uh, you can see she got... 5,000 likes, but 10,000 quote tweets. People were making fun of her fucking everywhere. They were picking apart every part of this horribly staged thing. And of course, then she gets all butthurt about it and acts like they're not making fun of her because she's spreading a drug panic and she said something really stupid. So she uh, went on the offensive, played the victim, and she's like, I thought MAGA, gun laws, abortion, COVID vaccine, and climate change were some of the most controversial things to tweet about. Boy, was I wrong. Stay away from talking about tampons as hiding places for counterfeit pills, lace and fentanyl. You so stupid. Quit playing the victim. 
And did you guys go like buy a 420 sign or did you guys go steal a 420 sign? Where did you get the sign at, thief? Typical teenager. And next up, Jimmy Doorknob's back shitting on Bernie Sanders because of course he is. Jimmy Doorknob doesn't shit, didn't shit on Trump, doesn't shit on Trump, doesn't shit on conservatives half as much as he shits on like good people like Bernie Sanders, who's a good man, who spent his entire career and life working for the fucking people. So of course, this guy living in his multi-million dollar compound in California has to make those grift bucks shitting on Bernie Sanders. There he is. Here's Bernie Sanders. Vision care is health care. Dental care is health care. Herring care is health care. That's why we must expand Medicare to cover dental care, eyeglasses, and hearing. Exactly. We need to expand health care, medical care, right? We need to expand it to more issues. Like you have basically bones in your mouth that are teeth that are not covered. Why? Doesn't make any sense. Why is it hearing covered? Why is it eyes covered? It should all be covered. And expanding Medicare is one of the first steps into getting Medicare for all. The more you expand it, the more you can expand it. This is a good thing to help more people. He is still fighting for us all. Or as Doorknob says, uh, this is Bernie Sanders' scam. AIDS. So this is their scam now. So this is Bernie's scam. We have to expand. Instead of, it's just a scam. As this guy points out, as Jimmy Doors Garage points out, so no more Medicare for all, huh, Bernie? No. Not the fuck are you talking about? He's still fighting for Medicare for all. Expanding Medicare to cover more things has nothing to do with abandoning Medica Medicare for all. What are you talking about? Not even, he's not even pushing a public option. Bernie's not even pushing pu nothing. He's doing this pretending like he's helping you. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. He's not helping you by giving more people dental care and hearing care and shit. Oh, he's a fucking grifter, isn't he? Isn't it Bernie Sanders who is the grifter in this scenario? Not this fuck right here. All right, fuck this guy. Even his face. What a cuck. What, what a cuck. Oh, I forgot this last part. What a cuck, as Cal Kalinske would call Bernie Sanders. Imagine using the word cuck unironically in 2021. I've been shouting out weasel. <laughs> weasel Cal Kalinske is like your backup. Good God, y'all. People are like, Dusty, why are you so hard on fucking Cal Kalinsky? Weasel, that's why. Because all these fucking weasels flock together. Fuck them. And uh, next up on what the fuck. So, folks, I'm not making this up. This is a real movie. Uh, apparently, conservatives made this movie. This is kind of like that Karen movie I showed you guys last week where I didn't know if it was real or not. Conservatives not making the best movies. This is so fucking cringe. This movie's called The Insurrection Movie Trailer. Let's have a look. I'll say the truth. About what? About what I really do. And we're live in five. Some bad photoshops. Four. Three. A thought-provoking work of intensity. This is part of the trailer, by the way. You realize what you just said on a live broadcast? Oh no! You just said something on a live broadcast! They're going to kill you! Because that's real life. 
they literally get on live broadcast these days and tell people to invade the Capitol building and you know, murder people, and they're fine. But what you said is definitely going to get you killed by a hit squad. They'll have you killed. Here they come, hit squad. The dialogue is intelligent and poignant. Let's see who said that. Who is this guy? Mike Haberfellner from SearchMyTrash.com. Oh, getting the big support from SearchMyTrash.com. So you know it's going to be good, folks. Huge endorsement there from Search My Trash. I need you to protect me. Will you stand with me? To the death. To the death. Now here's a badass American soldier gonna go and protect her in her free speech. By the time this video goes public, I'll be dead. Good. I'll have been murdered. About time. We're pinned down. You gotta help us. I'm pretty sure that's not how you're supposed to shoot guns. You just stand right in the open, dude. That's not how you do that. That's how you get murdered. You have to hide behind something. Cover. Haven't you played any video games before? Dude. All right, that's enough of that. That movie looks trash. Maybe I'll watch that and we'll do a patrons-only special. We can mock the shit out of that. It's pretty funny. And uh, Man, these cute people, nuts as shit. But here's why this is in the what the fuck section. Because it's like they're almost, almost getting it. And then yet not. Look how close they are. This is one of the biggest QAnon accounts on Telegram. Has 227,000 followers. And they say, If no plan... Trump is doing a tremendous disservice by being coy. Even if Q isn't true, Trump is aware of his existence. If he is leading his people on to believe there is specific hope when there isn't, he's either complicit with a globalist or he's the ultimate egomaniac with zero awareness that his seemingly hidden messages of hope cause great harm to his followers. Uh, no, he's totally aware that he doesn't give a shit about you. You got the first part right. He is an egomaniac. He is a megalomaniac, a narcissist that is in it for himself, does not give a fuck about you. He likes the fact that you guys suck his dick and worship him all day. And he'll lead you to believe any lie you have to in order to keep that from happening. That's what he craves. So close, dude. Then he goes on to say, To do so for the sole purpose of building his base out of selfish endeavors would be the actions of a great fool, a narcissist, a sociopath, for he must know the result would be an epic backfire of historical proportions once everything played out. No, you guys won't hold him accountable. You never held him accountable for anything he said that wasn't true. You never held anybody on the right accountable for the shit they lie about. Why would you start now? He will have no repercussions whatsoever because you guys on the right, you don't do that. You literally don't give a shit if somebody lies right to your face. See Tim Pool, the most popular, richest, right-wing vlogger in the goddamn world, wrong about everything, you guys still support the shit out of him. So, yeah, nothing will change. But you're almost there. You're almost there. So close. Just not quite. And uh, this one's kind of funny. I put this in the what the fuck section, but this could have been in the heroes section. So, apparently, a group of uh, shitty-ass, snotty-nosed kids, teenagers or some shit, 
went to a fireworks display in the store and set the whole fireworks display on fire. So this hero, is he going to stop it? He working there. Hell no, he don't get paid enough to stop that bullshit. He going to film it and then walk his ass away. Got it filmed, and yep, that's enough work for me today. Walked away from that, away from that shit. And I feel you, man. I'm right there with you. It's exactly what I would have done. No what the fuck for you, and uh, oh man, like this is my nightmare scenario. This is what I think about all the time. This is one of the reasons that I haven't started concealed carrying yet. Because it's a really good way to get killed by concealed carrying. The whole good guy with a gun scenario is very likely to get you killed because when you pull out your gun to shoot the bad guy, nobody around knows that you're not the bad guy. People just see you with the gun, and so another good guy with the gun can kill you, and that's exactly what happened. We had an active shooter uh, in Arvada, Colorado this week, and uh, Johnny Hurley was an armed civilian who shot the attacker and was murdered by the police who thought he was the bad guy. So, yeah. So much for the good guy with a gun theory. Very dangerous. I would only ever pull my gun if it was like life or death. Like if I was in an active shooting thing, I would just run. I'm not going to try to take down. A, I, I, maybe I'm a coward, I guess. This guy was probably a hero, gave his life, probably saved people, but he got killed. Because nobody knows in the fear of the moment, in the terror of the moment, you have a gun, you're the bad guy, they shoot you. That's the way it works. So yeah, police said today that Hurley was accidentally shot by an officer who was confused by multiple shooters. So, uh, yeah. Maybe I won't conceal carry. Don't know. And uh, I was going to show you guys this, but Coward deleted his own tweet right before my show started. This is Brett Weinstein. Weinstein of the Intellectual Dark Web fame. And him and his brother, and they're odd to this, Joe Rogan, but in this tweet, he was tweeting out, oh my God, I've been questioning so many of my friends and family who got the vaccination, and they're all getting sick. It's hurting our society. This is very dangerous. When you start talking out about how dangerous this vaccine is, they're totally anti-vax now. Who is surprised the intellectual dark web turned into conservative grifter anti-vaxxers? And of course, cowardly motherfucker, after he took so much shit for it, he deleted it. His anecdotal bullshit. So, uh, yeah poofy-headed fuck. And here's his poofy-headed fucking brother, the other half of the grifter Weinstein coin. And they have such delusions of grandeur, these two idiots. They think they're such heroes. Here's Eric Weinstein tweeting. Maybe I'm trying to lead until someone with more courage and executive function and charisma becomes available. Yeah, I'm just trying to lead you guys to somebody better comes along. I'm not in this for myself, but I am the hero that's leading you all, dude. Maybe the private bin is not the public one, and he has courage and decency. Maybe I worry McAfee just got whacked, oh God, and was obsessed with making his killing matter. Just conspiracy theories, lies, anti-vax bullshit. That's what the intellectual dark web has become, and nobody should be shocked. And last up on what the fuck, uh, didn't this already happen? I feel like I'm in a time loop or something. Wasn't this a story that came out like last year? But this is a brand new story. And lots of media outlets are running this brand new story. So apparently this happened again or it didn't happen before. And I'm remembering wrong. But apparently uh, Subway's tuna has no tuna DNA in it whatsoever. And I love, I'm going to eat it anyway. I love Subway tuna. I don't eat a lot of tuna because I'm vegetarian for the most part. But I love Subway tuna. I don't give a shit. 
But uh, yeah, apparently they uh, took it to laboratories. There's no tuna in it. So what the fuck in your tuna subway? Inquiring minds want to know. And that's my what the fuck section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. All right. Going to read the super chats and we'll get into the hero section. People always bitch about me. How about how uh, depressing my show is that I need more happy things. So I'm trying, folks. I'm trying to put happy things in there. It's hard. Not a whole lot of happy shit happening. 682 people watching. 461 likes. Do the math. Hit the like button, please. B-Stage 2009. Well, you know how that goes. The only one to stop a good guy with a gun is a bad guy with a gun and a badge. Yep. Only thing to stop a good guy with a gun is another good guy with a gun is going to shoot you in the back because they think you're a bad guy. I don't want to die that way for sure. B-Stage 39, take this money, Dusty. Take it deep. I'm going to take it deep and hard, Beast Nation. Thank you a lot. Lane Diggity. What's up, Dusty? What's up, Lane? This is my favorite show, bro. Hey, you got great taste. Nobody can fault you for that. This is an amazing show, and if I do say so myself, I'm fucking killing it. April Shadow, Chauvin sentence to more that the minimum. Hell yes, defund now. Yeah, he got uh, 22 years. We'll see how much he's uh, he spends in jail. Hopefully all of it, but uh, good. Finally had some accountability for cops. Good to see. Ford, 84, 84. Love to see you on DFF. You guys agree on 99%. Southern lefty love. You think uh, Deep Fat Fried is ever going to invite me on their show? I would, I'd probably go on. I mean, they would probably just spend the whole time trying to make fun of me, trying to do gotchas and pointing out shit I said and harassing me. But, like, you can do that. You can call me out on my bullshit. Like, I said so much stupid bullshit. I should be held accountable for it, right? So I, I'm not afraid to go on any shows. I don't give a fuck. As long as you're not a white supremacist. I don't like, I don't platform white supremacists and I don't go on white supremacist shows, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm, I don't care. Um, all right. That's it. More Super Chats, please. Last chance to get your Super Chats. We're about to go in some overtime. Who loves overtime? You love overtime. And uh, first up on overtime, I'm going to do a little Heroes because uh, the one job I have to put my graphics up here so I can reach them and I don't do it. See, I have all this VR Rex. I'm not going to tell you what that is. It's uh, games that I legally downloaded. And these are text files telling me how to install these legally downloaded games. So uh, I fucked up. Anyway, Heroes. First off on the Heroes section. The NRA got epically trolled. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, the former president of the NRA got tricked into giving a graduation speech in front of 3,000 empty seats. This ex-NRA press got tricked by gun reform activists into giving a speech for a fake graduation ceremony. The 3,000 plus empty seats represented kids killed by guns. Former NRA president David Keene and gun rights activist John Lott were invited to speak at a graduation in early June. For this year's graduation class at James Madison Academy, a school that doesn't really exist. Let me begin by telling you what an honor it is to be here to help celebrate your graduation. The entire event was actually set up by Change the Ref, a gun safety org founded by Manuel and Patricia Oliver. Their son, Joaquin, was killed in 2018 mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High in Parkland, Florida. We don't have many options to react to what happened. You have to understand that we're talking about losing your son or daughter. I cannot find anything more painful in life than that. There is no way that I can stop doing this. 
I'm a father and I have to be responsible. The fake graduation event was held in the honor of the lost class of 3,044 students who have, should have graduated this year, but instead lost their lives to gun violence in the United States. So watch the speeches these motherfuckers give, which is, uh, I want to say hilarious. It's the whole situation sad, but it's, uh, it means a lot more what they're actually saying when you consider they're speaking to 3,000 dead children. The two speakers had no idea they were being set up and were told that Cruz will be filming their June 4th rehearsal ahead of a scheduled ceremony. In their speeches, the men spoke about protecting gun rights, because of course you would, and referenced James Madison's support for the Second Amendment. For the school Picture for a minute the young James Madison, for whom this school is named. This year you focused on one of the most important of Madison's amendments, the Second Amendment. There are some who continue to fight to gut the Second Amendment, but I'd be willing to bet that many of you will be among those who stand up and prevent them from succeeding. Nope, because uh, they dead. They dead from gun violence, motherfucker. And holy goddamn shit. All have made a new stage in life. You know, your school is named after uh, James Madison. And he proposed what became the Second Amendment to the Constitution, that there's an individual right to people to be able to keep guns for protection. Can you name me one place in the world, any place in the world, that's banned either all guns or all handguns and seen murder rates go. Didn't Australia do that? Didn't Australia ban most guns and had like mass shootings drop heavily? Am I wrong about that? Anyway, epic trolling. Good to see these assholes get put in their place. And next up on the hero section, Cuba. A shout out to Cuba. Here's their scientists cheering because they actually created their own vaccine, which is one of the most effective vaccines in the world. And they did it all their own because for some reason, uh, the world's still shitting on Cuba, have uh, embargoes and shit on them where they have to do everything themselves. Cuban scientists yesterday, as they found out that the vaccine they had been working on is 92.28% effective among the highest in the world. And uh, Girl Genius says, I don't think some of you understand the sheer magnitude of this news. Cuba is currently experiencing their worst outbreak of the pandemic, and the embargo has cut them off from vital resources for recovery. Yeah, punish them all. Why not? This vaccine will save so many lives, and they did it all on their own. And here they are cheering. Yeah, you go, science. Science for the win. Shout out to the Cuban scientist. Heroes. And, um, this woman looks like a Karen, but she's like the, the antidote to the critical race theory fear. And she fucking nails it. So we all owe it to her to give her two minutes and 20 seconds to listen to her beautiful words. Because the way she puts this is so eloquent. She puts this about as well as it could possibly be put. Uh, good evening, board members. My name is Melanie Moore. I am the parent of a third and fourth grader in District 2. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak with you this evening. The issue I would like to address is the need for equitable education in all areas. But first, I'd like to share a little something personal. I struggle with depression. I have for many years. I've gone to counselors throughout the years, and one of the first things they ask me is, tell me about your family of origin. Tell me about your past. What happened to you in your past that is causing the current trauma and pain that you're feeling? In the same way, our country cannot begin to heal until we deal with the pain, trauma, and hurt from our past. 
We must teach our children the truth about the past and then show them how to be the change we wish to see in the world. We can help them connect the dots from the awful events of the past to the current issues that face our country so that real change can happen. As members of the white community, we have got to stop pushing the agenda that diversity and truth in education is all about indoctrination, shaming, or placing guilt at the feet of white people. No one is asking you to get up and place your head on the chopping block for the wrongs of the past. People are simply asking for their stories to be heard and taught as ours have been for generations. I would not allow my children to wallow in anger, pain, and self-pity. I would do all I could to help them to be the very best versions of themselves, even if it hurts to point out some painful truths about their behavior. In the same way, we have got to be honest with ourselves and admit that systemic racism is real, that this country was created and prospered under the ideals of white supremacy, and that we are responsible for righting the wrongs of our forefathers. We did not create this mess, but we are the ones that have to clean it up, starting with honest, equitable education practices now that will teach our children the hard truths about our past so that they can create a better future. I understand that change is hard, but it's got to come. Racism is alive and well in this country. It's seen in the groups of white men with torches chanting, you will not replace us, to the fact that in 2021, we still don't have a federal anti-lynching hate crime law. We need to know better, and then we need to do better. Happy Pride, happy early Jean. Man, she crushed that. That's how you do that. That's how you become a hero right there. Proud to showcase her in my hero section. And uh, speaking of heroes, this video went super viral. Apparently this uh, older gentleman fell into a large body of water, and they immediately jump in and save his life. These strangers saved an older man from drowning. After he became ill and fell from the bridge. Immediately all jumped in. And that's some real hero shit right there. There have been multiple cases of people that just don't think they immediately see somebody falling in the water like that and they jump in a set and then they die themselves. Like there'd be a waterfall, they go over, they see somebody jump off a bridge and they jump in to save them and they die. You don't even think about it. It's just your instinct to jump in, but you're literally putting your life in danger by doing that. So that's some truly truly heroic shit good on you guys thank you for restoring my faith in humanity and last up on the heroes list i didn't know where to put this so i put it here but uh this next gentleman does the best jordan peterson impression i've ever heard i've heard another one that was really good but this guy nails it i wish i could do this it would be so funny if i could do a jordan peterson impression this good but i can't so here's this dude well, and the first thing that I would say is that's a particularly difficult problem because it totally depends on how you define a donut. You know, it's it's like it's like if you're really high in trade openness or or if you have a proclivity for divergent thinking, then well, it could be a multitude of different answers. So, you know, um, what I would recommend is reading the Gulag Archipelago for starters, and then uh, try my future authoring program. It'll sort you out really quick. Nailed it! Jordan Peterson in a nutshell. Gobbledygook. And then a Kermit the Frog voice. And that's my hero section. What time is it? We're already 15 minutes past. All right. I'm going to finish it up. I'm going to do a, a Only in America section, folks, for you guys. So last chance, get your super chat if you want to. If you're able. I didn't load up my graphics, but Only in America is the next section. You can see I wrote it here, so that's good enough. Uh, and first off, on my Only in America section, uh, yeah. They're convicting 
some of the January 6th insurrectionists, and of course, yeah, they're getting probation. Who cares that you try to overthrow our government and install a dictator by threatening violence and scaring our representatives? Who cares if you're literal traitors to the United States? Probation! But hey, if you're a black guy who uh, steals a shirt, 20 years in jail! This is the law and order people for you. Different rules, different set of rules for them than, than uh, the minorities. And uh, this happened a couple years ago, but they just released the body cam footage and it's just gone uh, viral this week. Here's a Florida cop abusing a 69 year old veteran. You can't reform this, folks. They were the, I don't know if they were the bullies in schools, the kids are bullies in schools, both. But now they have the power and they want to abuse their power. They want to feel like big men. We're the God man. You can't talk back to the God man. Lower your voice or you're going to jail. To this guy, okay? Do you believe in me? A body cam caught this cop bullying a senior citizen. Sit okay. down. Sit down. Do you understand that? When yeah. I tell you to do something, you do it. Yes, yeah, all right. Okay. You're on a power trip. Is that what it is? No. Yes. Okay. I need you to listen. That's what's up. Officer Johan Morloro, then 32, made this offer last in 2017. Yeah, you know why? Yeah, we know why. Because you got all C's in high school. Lower your voice. Really? Do I have to do Yes, I'm telling you the voice. Lower your voice. I'm a god man. You have to speak to me in a really quiet tone or I'm going to arrest you. I'm going to abuse my power. I have a one inch penis. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you one more time. I'm going to tell you one more time or you're going to go to jail. Is that right? Lower your voice or you're going to jail. This is not your old Alan. You have ID on you, sir. Yes, sir. I sure do. Anyway, total fucking power trip. American cops defund the police. A cab. As always, I didn't see anybody become a dust buddy tonight, but if you want to become a dust buddy, you can get uh, customized emojis to spam the chat with, such as A cab. And you can become one of the cool kids. It's $2.99 a month. So support the cult of Dusty. And now uh, people let me know that my uh, patron only videos are not being seen by the. Uh, the dust buddies apparently they're not automatically showing up on my channel i have to make a special post for this is so stupid youtube needs to fix this i have to make a special private post for uh the dust buddies specifically that has the links to the videos in it i'm gonna do that for the next patreon only show i'm gonna list all the former videos on there so you can get them all i'm sorry i didn't know that youtube was so stupid but i'll take care of that and uh next up oh what the fuck oh yeah this is the one i was talking about before uh this is the guy that was uh, shot. I'll skip that one. But uh, the good guy that was shot by the cop when he was trying to stop the bad guy. Because that was scary. And on my last show, one of the heroes I covered was, uh, I don't even remember his name now, but uh, oh, Carl Nassib. He uh, was the first openly gay NFL player. And a lot of people were like, Dusty, he wasn't the first openly gay NFL player. There was another guy, Michael Sam, in 2014 who came out. Have you forgot about Michael Sam? And I don't know, dudes. I don't watch fucking football. Football's boring as fuck. But apparently, I don't know, did Michael Sam not make the team or something? I think the Carnassib is the first active openly gay NFL player. But uh, I think maybe, I'm not, like I said, I don't watch football. I think Michael Sam did make the team partially because he was gay. But this is only like five or seven years ago. I can math. It was only seven years ago. And uh, this is how the news was reporting Michael Sam being the first gay NFL player. And uh, holy shit, man. This is depressing. 
Now, I know I heard you the other day say that he was a mid-round draft pick, mm -hmm. perhaps third to fifth round. Will his announcement have any impact on the draft? The only thing I would say to add to the equation in terms of the evaluation process is a new word, distraction. Uh, Dungy told the Tampa Tribune that he wouldn't have taken Michael Sam. He actually said, not because I don't believe Michael Sam should have a chance to play, but because I wouldn't want to deal with all of it. I'm going to repeat my position. This is exactly why more people in the NFL don't come out as gay. Even though you know there's like, got to be at least 15% of them probably are gay because of this toxic atmosphere that still surrounds homosexuals, gays, lesbians, trans people. The homo panic. I don't care what anybody says. Michael Sand was picked in the seventh round because he's gay. Don't tell me that the co-defensive player of the year mm -hmm. can get picked 249th. 248 players are picked before him. Yeah. Dudes from Marist and Concordia. But with that being said, yeah, I saw the kiss. What I was talking about, I didn't see when I was talking to you about it. I didn't see the part with the cake hey, and the face and all of that stuff. I, I really do okay. question uh, uh, the, the network's judgment, editorial judgment, uh, in, in putting uh, the kiss on, on, on TV. Here's the thing, my turn. Here's the thing. ESPN would not have aired any of it had he been kissing his wife. But I didn't see one... one video footage of any heterosexual kiss like that seems like a dude that's airing arrogance about who he is and what he represents <laughs> but another rams defensive player told me that quote sam is respecting our space and that from his perspective he seems to think that michael sam is waiting to kind of take a shower as not to make his teammates feel uncomfortable while langford and linebacker alec ogletree told me that they didn't know that specifically and also weren't tracking that and maybe the reason why you brought up the fact that you're gay is to try to force the hand of people to exactly. try to get you on look at these fucking Shitheads, goddammit. It, it, it comes across as there's an agenda. As a force multiplier for advancing of their agenda. The gay agenda is full of bullies. You want to act like it's not a. <laughs> yeah, the gays are the bullies here, right? They're the bad guys. You guys are totally cool. Bad thing? It's not a negative thing to be gay? Then why are you positioning yourself like you're some hero? Just because you're not necessarily in support of an openly gay player doesn't mean that you're in opposition. <laughs> I mean, don't mean to laugh. That's so sad. But goddamn it, NFL. Why do you guys watch that? Why do you support that? Not only is it boring as fuck, but the whole goddamn organization is trash from the bottom up. Fuck them. And uh, check out, see this one. Holy shit, man. There's so much to unpack here. He's calling for the execution of basically the left, calling the left trailer, traitors. But everything he says here applies to conservatives who wanted to overthrow our government and install Trump as a dictator. So no, I don't know if it's a lack of self-awareness or he just doesn't give a shit. Maybe he knows what he's saying is the opposite, but he knows he'll get reward for lying because that's what conservatives do. Too many views. Watch this crazy fascist shit from the OAN network which raises even more questions about exactly how many people were involved in these efforts to undermine the election. Yeah, all of you Trump supporters were. We, we know already. We saw you. Of course, he's not talking about that, folks. He's talking about the uh, election fraud, which, which, which they made up, which didn't exist. Hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands. 
How many people does it take to carry out a coup against the presidency? And when all the dust settles from the audit in Arizona and the potential audits in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Wisconsin, what happens to all these people who are responsible for overthrowing the election? They get probation. We already saw that's what happened, right? They get a slap on the wrist because you guys don't actually hold real traitors to account for anything. You don't hold conservatives to account for literally anything. Never have to take responsibility. What are the consequences for traitors who meddled with our sacred democratic process and tried to steal power by taking away the voices of the American people? Literally what you guys did. What, you're describing yourself to a fucking T. How can he not know this? Is he trolling or are they this far gone? I just can't tell. It's so ridiculous. Beyond parody. What happens to them? Well, in the past... America had a very good solution for dealing with such traitors. Execution. He's literally calling for his own execution. Just hard to believe, but it's not, of course. This is what conservatism is all about. This is why we do the show. Comedy's alive and well. These people make it easy. And last up, last thing I'll cover tonight, did you guys see that the government finally released their long-awaited report on UFOs? We've been waiting for this, folks. Everybody was all excited. They were getting little hints about it before, talking about UFOs that they saw that came out. And now they finally released it all, folks. We now know what the government is officially reporting, and uh, it's nothing. They just say, hey, there's some unidentified uh, objects. We identified some of them. And the ones we did not identify, we have no reason to believe they're extraterrestrial or advanced technology from other countries. We simply don't know yet. And that was it. So, uh, wet fart. Who had wet fart on the bingo card? I did. I knew it was going to be nothing. I was not excited. Like the government's going to come out and say, yeah, we have, here's an alien. Here's Bob the alien. We've gotten all our technological advances for the last 60 years from Bob the alien. Come out and say a word, Bob. No, then we're going to do that. Obviously, so uh, much ado about nothing. Who's surprised? Only in America. And uh, that's it, folks. That's my fucking show. Let's read the super chats. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Overtime money, fourteen ninety nine. Thank you, appreciate it, Celestial Angel. Good to see you tonight. Uh, oh boy, twenty dollars overtime. And let's not forget Trun's Roots. Hell yeah! Thank you guys for supporting me. For doing the overtime, you heroes. I love you guys. I love the heroes out there. I sure appreciate everything you've done for me. And uh, let's see what I got to identify. All right, I guess I'm not going to do a show tomorrow. I guess I'm going to save the rest of my material for Monday. Just in case it's a slow weekend. I don't want to have the same situation that happened last show. I don't have enough to cover. So I got a bunch to cover still. Coming up this Monday, we have an entire religious bullshit segment. And we have the beginnings of what will be a bigger Karen section, because I know there are going to be more Karens this weekend. So, folks, tune in to me on Monday, 8 p.m. Central, not Eastern. For those of you just watching the show, we do it every Monday and Friday. So uh, put it on your schedule, because it is the greatest show. Before you guys leave, please hit the like button. There's 626. Don't leave without hitting the like button. HBO. You know what that stands for. Help a brother out. And also, patreon.com for slash podcast. Link in the description of the video. Please become a patron. Like, I'm only making $1,570 a month. I don't hide it. I work my ass off on this show, and it is a good show and uh, deserves your support. So please support me if you're able to. Also, links in the description of the video to send thanks to the Animal Sanctuary and uh, direct tips through PayPal. All that good stuff. So do it. 
And uh, one more super chat. Oh, a big one. $50 from Lily. Oh, very, very generous. Thank you, Lily. Leaving us on a huge note. That's $50 Australian, which is like 9000 American dollars. Hi from Australia. First live, I made it too. Hey, I love you future motherfuckers. I usually make fun of you, but you gave me $50, so I love you, Lily. And uh, does that say Lily or Lidgy? I don't have my glasses on, but I love you, L. You rock. Thank you for leaving us on a good note. And uh, as far as aliens, wanted you to pronounce my name correctly. It's Valleycar. All right. Uh, Valleycar? There's no R at the end of your name. You need to learn how to spell your name right. Uh, Arnas Valleycar. Shh. Don't know. But thank you for the $5. All right, folks. Love the fuck out of you. You're all amazing human beings. Thank you for supporting the show. As always, it's been fun hanging out with you guys. You guys have a good weekend. Do something fun. And when you're doing it, think of me. See you guys on Monday. Have a good one. Night, everybody. Logic. Fuck yes. And we're going to play us out with a little uh, killer from an 80s movie. An original song by Dusty Smith. Do it, Dusty. Good night, everybody.